two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Welcome back to another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, Thurian Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, Sarge? I'm traveling, man. I'm <laughs> traveling. Another week. Another week. And lots and lots of news stories. Uh, so on today's show, Sarge, we're going to be talking about... I, I wish I had a taps button here. Can I, can I get, like, taps or something, uh, tr- trumpet or something? Uh, physical media is dead. Uh, Best Buy, cool. well, we're going to be talking about Best Buy, no longer supplying any kind of physical media uh, at all on their online or in stores. So we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about Redfall. Uh, they got their 60 frames per second performance mode and updates to help the game out, so they actually made almost a game, uh, you know, Five months, six months after. We're going to be talking about uh, God of War. Ragnarok fans wonder if Rumored Game might be a half-sequel to God of War. We're going to be talking about CD Projekt Red. There's a couple of stories we're going to talk about CD Projekt Red. They threw a lot more money at it to fix the game where it is today. Uh, We're also going to talk about AI for CD Projekt Red. They've done something, uh, sort of like what Disney did uh, when they did AI for their movies. We're going to be talking about... Uh, Elon Musk with uh, with X or Twitter, for those of you that don't know what X is. Um, we're also going to be going over a new report uh, making uh, disturbing allegations against the Lord of the Rings Gollum developer. Uh, we're going to talk about a new game that's out now called Gunhead. We're going to show you a, a little bit of a clip of it. It's a game that's sort of like uh, Titanfall 2 meets Borderlands is what they're saying. We're going to show... Grand Theft Auto 6 map overlay of Grand Theft Auto 5 overlaid on the leaked map that they think is for Grand Theft Auto and show you the size comparison of uh, of the Grand Theft Auto map. Uh, we're also going to talk about Activision. Activision, uh, they came out and said that, uh, hey, Modern Warfare 3 is coming out and we are not putting it on Game Pass. And I hate to break it to Activision, but it doesn't matter what you say once the ink dries on the actual deal. We'll go over that as well. Uh, we're going to talk about Ubisoft. Uh, they're doing a discount for a game that just came out a month ago. That means it's selling very well. That means it's selling very well a month after uh, launch. We're also going to talk about uh, their X Defiant game, which is also delayed indefinitely. Ubisoft is just making hit after hit right now, let me tell you. They're just they're just pumping them out. Uh, we're also going to talk about PlayStation, the new PlayStation 5 uh, Slim which is 30% less console for the exact same price you paid for before, plus you have to pay a little bit of extra for the disk drive and a stand to hold your... so your 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 console can stand up, Sarge. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about cloud, cloud streaming that just came out today for some people from PlayStation as well. Uh, and then we're going to talk about EA and Disney. That's just... Just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Just it just sounds it just sounds so great because everyone always compares EA as like the Death Star and and then Disney as the Empire and now they're merging together potentially. Yeah, I can I can hear the shotgun cocking. Right? 
Uh, and then, uh, if we have time, we're going to show you a gentleman, a fan, who remakes the original Zelda game using the Unreal Engine 4. Like, no, not, not, not if we have time. We'll leave off the Disney EA story to put that on. <laughs> we'll, we'll show it. We'll, we'll show it. So that's all on today's show. Oh, oh, I almost forgot the last the last part. Uh, Xbox, they're bundling stuff together to sell Game Pass. There's another another bundle. We'll talk about that as well for for Microsoft Game Pass. Uh, other than that, we're here Mon- uh, We're here Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. Generation Shakes Gaming weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. If you like what we do here, please make sure you hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and if you'd like to go above and beyond that, become a member as little as five dollars. So, Sarge, let's uh, let's talk about uh, what we've been playing. All right, Sarge. What have you been playing this past week? We know I mean, last we know last night we played Star Wars Battlefront Two, which is still a, a, a fun game. <clears throat> um, I got I have to admit I, I've stopped playing Starfield a little bit because I didn't want to burn out on it, well, so I, I gave it a little break. You're like over two hundred hours though. I know I'm, gonna give, I'm giving myself a little break. <laughs> I'm just giving myself a little break. No, I didn't stop. Like I, I'm not no, gonna go. Not gonna go You're back. Like, I don't want to burn myself out. You already have over two hundred hours in the game. Yeah, but it took like a first hundred before anything started happening. So I, you know. <laughs> Um, I've been grinding the hell out of Dark Tide, and I don't know why, because I, I know from playing it, even though I'm having a blast, and I really do enjoy it. You like but, you like the but, the IP. You like you like Warhammer. I like Warhammer. But the problem is is I, I know the game has a has has a definitive finite lifespan. Like I'm grinding out four characters to thirty. Then I'm gonna play with people that know how to do the actual missions, and then as soon as I do all four crazy levels and get like what I need to get, you're done. That's that's pretty much gonna be it. Well, yeah, but that means you beat the game, right? No, no, I get it, but it's not like a game like you just keep going. You keep going back. Well, people you will keep going back. Yeah, I mean, for a little bit. I I we'll see if I get we'll see if I get six months. We'll see if I get six months out of it. Oh, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think you get past Christmas. The, the 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 definitive issue, the, the defining issue with that game is if I get to play with people who are maxed out and understand how to play that game. Well, if you, you go into the hardest levels and you don't know how to play, you're just running around and doing whatever you're gonna do. Like you're not gonna win. Like you don't you, win. Would you continue playing? You get to the last levels. You get to the insane area, but you're only playing by yourself. It's not as fun. You can't play by yourself. You have to play with other people. You well, have you to. You can. It's just more difficult. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know if you could. Just, you could play the game with just bots. I don't think that allows you. I think you're in. Well, I think it's a multiplayer I, the game. The reason I'm saying that is, if the game, if the game just, let's say, six months down the line, just not a lot of people playing the game, it'd be harder to get into matches. You know what I mean? You know, you know what I mean? Well, that's why I'm playing it now. Right. Because I know. I know that game. Well, what? what listen, it's been out for ticking. a year on PC. Yeah, but not on console. Not on console, right? Right. Clock's ticking. Clock's ticking. Spider Man's coming. Other games oh, are coming. Right. So right. other games are coming. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. People are just bored and playing this game. I want to. We got to play this game now. All right. So you're playing. You're playing Dark Tide. Can you Can you explain to us now that you're a week in playing Dark Tide? What What's different now than it was last week when you had a couple of hours? You know, a couple like five to ten hours in. 
the 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 process of which to learn that game is a little slow. I mean, even if you understand gaming in general, just how you're supposed to use the skills that you have of the characters on the skill tree to advance. And so how to how to combat hordes and how to stun them. There's like a, there's a whole process. So after a while, it becomes tedious. Like, I don't want to do this again. I'm just, and I'm basically, I'm, I'm warframing it. I'm running through the level like a crazy person because I've seen the level now a lot, bro. A right. lot. You, you know what you're doing now. Right. I've seen the same levels now quite a, I'm, I'm almost at 50, 50 times on each level. Jesus. So you, you're, you're literally grinding the hell out of this game. Yeah, I'm just I'm almost about to finish my level thirty character twice. So two characters would be level thirty. I think I'm level twelve. <laughs> yeah. So I did the two badass characters first. I did the psyker and I did the zealot. And now I'm probably gonna go back and do the ogre ogren and then the veteran last because you know what? I don't I don't think I like shooting as much. I, I'm the I veteran. Like, yeah, that's why I'm playing. I like you you but you need a veteran. Like you need someone you need someone with a gun that when you mark the target, he kills it immediately because on the higher levels, it's out of control, bro. The flamer, the bomber, the sniper, they're constant. They just keep popping out. And if you don't see them quick enough and you get hit, let me tell you, when you, when you get hit by the sniper on a harder level, it's one shot. It's one game hit. over. Yeah, it's one shot. Yeah, one it's hit. like if, if you have two wounds or less, you're done. So uh, right now, the builds I'm running with with the Zealot is I'm running max wounds on the Curios. Because I'm still trying to learn how long you can stay in combat for. Right. And uh, I gave him the uh, passive ability where he puts out the, the, I don't know, the prayer. It's a prayer pulse. And so the prayer pulse, what it does is it it creates a, 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 a protective shield that pulses outward and pushes all the enemies back and stuns the, the uh, elites. And then it buffs everyone to 100% toughness. With a percentage over. Oh, is that why you're telling me to get in the bubble? No, the bubble's the psyker. Oh, the bubble's the this psyker. Is, this, is a, this, this is a field. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so the best I can tell is you're in a pool with people that don't know how to swim. And everyone's learning to swim at the same time. <laughs> okay. Like everybody, good, everybody's in a pool learning how to swim. Like you see someone drowning and you have to go help them, right? You're a little bit better than they are, so you help them, Right. It's not it's not like Left 4 Dead where the guy goes down and you go, sorry, buddy, and you you, you walk right. away. You remember that, remember how many matches guy. you were yeah. in you need with that Left guy. 4 Dead? Like, yes. like he doesn't go back for the guy. Like, why don't you go get him? He's like, I got to save myself. This isn't real life, bro. Yeah. This isn't real life. This, is, <laughs> this isn't like the, the zombie apocalypse for real. The, the fucking guy's there. Go get him. Right. Right? So in this game, they took that part out of it. Like, he's down. And if right. you don't save him, yeah. then he gets captured, and then you have to go rescue him anyway. So either you rescue him now, or rescue him, later. or you have to rescue him right. later, which makes it worse because you have to go someplace far farther right. away. Unless you find the place where, because it's it's got that little tomb thing that that the, the little yeah, emblem. but they're scattered around. So Correct. what I've learned is yeah. what I've learned is when someone goes down, depending on the level that I'm in, I'll either rush forward on purpose, or I just wait because I know there's one like really close, and they'll put him there. Because in the harder levels, when the hordes start coming out, like if, if you're not, 
the guy, everybody I play with, all of a sudden goes, I didn't know there was voice voice in this. I'm like, how the uh, fuck do you uh, think you play this game without it's voice? It's open. It's open already. It, it's opt-in. Yeah, but yeah. I understand it's opt-out. It's automatically in. I get it. But my point is, on a game like that, what do you mean you didn't know there was voice? What do you think? You're going to fight 20,000 things and people, be like, hey, go get them? Most people, and it, it sounds weird, we have headsets. Everyone plays with headsets on their head. Majority of the people play with headsets on their head. But most people do not talk on headsets because they don't like the way their voice sounds or there's been studies that when a girl speaks all of a sudden they get bombarded with like sexual uh, like they're like oh because a man when they hear a girl play they're like oh man is a girl playing video games maybe i could date her right and that that's exactly what it is so most girls don't talk on headsets okay most kids don't talk on headsets or most uh, people don't talk on headsets because they don't like the way their voice sounds and then the other people that do talk are usually people that are saying eat shit, die, mother effer. You know what I mean? Like that's those are the people that use it, but they use that for Call of Duty, not for games like this. Well, the point being is, I've had it. I've had it on both sides. I've been in a pool where everyone's got one leg and no arms. Okay, and the whole time I'm just <laughs> saving everybody. Okay, then I've been in a match where everyone is like on point. Like, everyone knows what to do. Everyone knows what abilities to use, when to use them. Nobody just wastes health packs. Like, it's like it clicks. So it's like a it's like a catch-22. It's like you play it. It's a random game. I hit quick play. Random match, yep. right? And so it'll be like, this is the best match right. ever. Here's the roll, and it, roll gives the you, dice. It, gives you, it gives you the ability to say you want to merge strike teams, which means that you want to play with those same guys again. So you'll hit the check mark. And then if they, if they like playing with you, the check mark, and you guys do another round... But you're together. Without, right. Otherwise, it's four randos doing the craziest shit possible. I, and I'm like, oh, God, please. Yeah. I got into a match where I didn't know. I got a I got an ammo pack, right? But I didn't know. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't know I could drop it, right? And one of the guys like, he's like, hey, uh, uh, Jack, because my, my character is Jack Burton. He's like, he's like, hey, Jack, uh, real nice guy. He's like, you have an ammo pack on you. He's like, do, do you want to drop that, buddy? And I was like. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll drop that. He's like, he's like, thanks. He's like, how many how many rounds have you played? I said, I don't know. I was like, this is like my fifth or sixth one. He's like, he's like, oh, okay. He's like, stick with me, right? And he like took me underneath his wing and like helped me go through because being an asshole is not going to help you, right? Because you're all working together. And the guy was literally the, the rest of the match was like staying around. And he was one of those guys. And I don't know the one that the the one with the staff that was throwing all the stars and all the all the shit. That's the psyker. Yeah, the psyker. That's the psyker. He, he, he was OP as hell. He's like, like killing everything on the map. None yeah, of us touched that. No, yeah. nobody, need... nobody else in the map was killing anything. He was killing everything. Yeah, but that's because he he's trying to. I did that for like the first. a Sherpa. For, for, yeah, but for a good ten levels, I used only the assail ability because I wanted to see. How far I could do it without without ODing and making myself go crazy and explode. Like right. you have to know the 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 actual threshold of when to stop, right? Because the abilities you have, even the flame thing that you have, is all it, it all causes peril. And if you don't, if you hit 100% peril and you don't catch it, and you press another action, doesn't matter what the action is, an attack action or whatever, you just blow up. So the idea is to know how far you can go in an emergency, right? The game, the game is played once. You, this this makes me laugh. I, I my guess is it takes you basically thirty levels plus five hours of the next couple uh, difficulties, right? For you to understand 
what your guy is able to do in the time allotted with the skill base you have to do the last two levels, to do the last two crazy levels, three and four. Because the the amount of, I, I'm I'm expecting my hard drive and my, my Xbox to, to lock up and crash. That's why it wasn't on console probably for a while. Like the amount of stuff on the screen when everybody's doing their abilities and the amount of stuff that comes at you at once, it, it really does make Left of Dead look like like Disney World, like nothing. Right, like nothing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do the harder levels with the Psyker and the Zealot when I get to level thirty, and then see how it, just see how it goes. Because I want to see how people play. Because I I like I like the filtering process. I like the fact that people play the game. It's fun, and you learn your characters. But when you're up on the higher difficulties, you gotta know what's going on. Right. Like you gotta know what you you gotta know what to do. So it's it's basically literally the sink or swim mentality, right? And I, I, I have yet to do any single mission. Like, I don't know if it does something different. I don't know. I haven't looked in the rule book. I haven't looked at any, any, any uh, videos, like the info screen, like to pick the actual missions and you go through them. Does that do something? Does it unlock something? Oh, do I get, yeah. do I get extra things? Because I, all the stuff I have now, I, I didn't buy anything yet. I have a couple crappy costumes, but that's it. But I'm curious is, to know if it unlocks things. Is there a story? Like, is is there a story as you progress through the? Through Technically, the yes. Technically, yes. Because there's so there's then there is an end. There's three missions. There's three missions at one. Three missions at two. Three missions at three. Three missions at four. And then some kind of maelstrom psychotic thing okay. that you're supposed to do. But but when you're doing those things, like I can't see you doing those things as a level one character and progressing through the game just as level one just going. Right. You're not playing. It, those it's it's three taking and me going to the next three. Yeah, you're, it's you're taking going, me. You're playing those three and grinding in that area until yeah. you get up to the next. Yes. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and and trying to find, trying to find the grimoires is insane, dude. It's insane, because I didn't realize it until just yesterday. If I'm if I'm holding a scripture or if I'm holding a grimoire, and I don't understand why this is actual. I, I, I maybe somebody else who's played it can tell me. But if you hold the book in your hands, right? And I don't know what it does. I accidentally held the attack button, and it destroys the book in your hand. Okay. So you lose it. And I don't know what that does. Like, I haven't seen what it does. I haven't looked up any videos what it does. I didn't, I didn't notice anything I got as a benefit or as a detriment. I don't know. But I destroyed the actual rare item in my hand, and I'm like, okay. And then as soon as I walked into the next room, I found the second one. It was like I had one of, I had one of two on me. I accidentally destroyed it. When I walked into the next room... I found two of two, but now I have fucked up because I already destroyed the first one. Like, I don't know what that does. Right. I think it's currency, right? But I didn't know you could destroy it. I got to look up the videos now and see what that really, what that does. But when you're, when you're, when you're with a good team, bro, it, it, it's almost, I'm not going to say it's as good as Borderlands, but when you're with a good team, it's crazy. It's crazy good. But of course, more, more, more often than not, I understand you don't have to be a no. You don't have to make a no hitter to make a good game. But two, no arms, one leg. A, a lot of the teams I'm playing with is no arms, one leg, and I just I'm saving everybody. So 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 far this year, earlier this year, you were like hating life in video games, and then yeah. you got Total War, right? Total War, you 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 like that a lot. Total Total War three, right? Total War, War Total War Warhammer three. Then, yes. then Starfield came out. You're enjoying that. And now yeah, you that's got two games. And then you got Dark. This is three. You got Dark. Tide. There's the three games. Oh, There's exactly. three games. Right. So, There's your three games. It's, it's a good. It's a good year for Sarge. 
good year for Sarge. Uh, is that is that a Todd Howard cliff? I don't know what that was. Gaming Fire put something in with Todd. It looked like a Todd Howard. I'm not sure what it was though. Oh, I don't. I didn't see it. Uh, real quick, uh, Stealth Gaming. Thank you very much for the gifted membership. One gifted membership to Hawk Seventy One. Uh, appreciate that. Thank you very much for spreading the wealth. Appreciate that. Um, also, let's go to. Uh, we played some Star Wars last night, right? Star Wars Battlefront Two. We haven't played in like four months. I think it was the last time we played it. I I love that game, man. I I, I wish every time would, it's fun. It's fun. I, I wish time. they would still support it, and they could have added so much more people. I know the mods did like Ahsoka and Vest, uh, Ventress and stuff like that. They added Mando, but man, we played last night. If you guys missed it, uh, you can go watch the past broadcast. So me, Akuta Papa, and Sarge played, and we played some of the co-op versus the just NPCs, just four man team. First, all the NPCs. And it's almost like a horde mode type of thing, but everyone's got guns, like you said last night. Uh, and it's just a, a good time. And then we played Starfighter Assault. Let me let me bring up some footage of this. right? We played some Starfighter Assault. And there's something about the Starfighter Assault section, man. I, I love... Right? I love... Where is it? I absolutely love... I was... This is a bad, bad clip that I just brought up here. I just randomly grabbed something here. This is Kylo's ship, I think. Um... But the flying in this game, man, is just so much fun. It's just super fast pace. It feels yeah, fast. It, it feels so fast. Yeah, it feels so good when you're when you're fighting uh, when you're fighting in space. I I like the space battles more than the inner you know inner 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 planet battles that we have. And what I also like about this is that there's it's not just red versus blue. It's Everyone has different things. So, like, the bad guy team is, they have to blow up their ships. And you have to protect your ships, but you have to blow up their base. And then they, everyone's battling, plus you're killing, right? So there's, like, so much going on. So there's many ways for you to win. Uh, so you can you can either called. go for ships. If you look at the yeah. very top, you know, it says, like, 120 people uh, left. If you kill all those, then you win. But if they take your thing down at 100%, then they win. Or there's like stages that you go through, right? So if they win the first round, you might win the second round. Then you win the third round. So it's just it's just a good good time. This is on sale right now, I believe. I think it's like ten bucks right now on PC. Worth worth every dollar. Right? I think it's like ten dollars. I, I think it was. I have to go check that out again. If but you don't if you don't own this game at ten dollars, this something wrong. This is this six is years game. later. There's a lot to do in this game, and I know the the uh, stench that's on this game from the very beginning right. when, when the microtransactions, I mean, if it wasn't for this games now would have loot boxes everywhere, right? Because of what yes. this game, because of the, the, yes. the repulsiveness of this and everyone pushed back. The reason the video game industry does not have loot boxes in every game is because of this. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a, it was a sacrifice. This game had a sacrifice itself to yeah. the benefit of the industry. I mean, it still sold well, but it just never made the money that they thought it was going to make because of the because of the loot boxes, right? And be, and because it was a Star Wars IP, which was one of the most beloved IPs ever, okay, that because that much controversy was around it, other other companies with not as good as IP were ha having to think twice about doing it that way, and then had to go back to the drawing board and do it a little bit more elaborate or sneakier or. Right elongated of when the actual loot boxes were in the game. Like you might not see them for 60 hours and loot boxes start like that kind of thing. 
but Anthony it, it set a precedent. Anthony in chat says EA dropped it because they can't make skins outside of canon. Uh, Disney doesn't allow it. And if it didn't allow to pay uh, pay to win loot boxes, how would you guys monetize it? Well, one outside of canon, uh, Clone Wars is canon, right? All that's canon. Like Bad Batch, Clone Wars, Mando, Ventress, uh, all of them are in canon. So they could have put all those guys in. They just didn't want to put any more money into it because they just weren't, they were done. They were like, we can't monetize like we wanted to, so we're not going to do it. So they just stopped. They still supported it for like two or three years by doing updates and and adding other people. Uh, How I would monetize a game like this, because obviously you you can't sell DLC with maps because... We we are old school first person shooter guys that always used to separate the 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 maps and the player base right because new people would come in they would get the old version the other people were already on the new maps that it would it would destroy the actual community itself because then uh, they tried to make it other ways now with live service games and whatnot the way I would do this is that I would have just kept updating with maps right for free. You just keep doing the maps for free seasons or every once in a while, two times a year, three times a year, just add more maps, right? Then the way I would monetize it is you could monetize the the skins, right? If you want to cool and outfits of stuff. Now, I don't know how Lucas and Disney would do as far as like, I don't think they want Darth Vader to be pink because it, that's not what Darth Vader represents. You know what I mean? So I don't think they would sell a cosmetic like that. So, but they did have, if you look at all the cosmetics they had, but the way they did it in this game is what made people pissed off, right? They were like, I got to spend this much money to unlock Luke Skywalker. I got to spend this much money to unlock Darth Vader, right? And they didn't want that. There was other ways they could have monetized it. What about if they did this? If you don't want to buy Ahsoka or Ventress or let's say Mando, let's say it's a pack, right? Jedi pack. So they, they put Ahsoka and Ventress in and they, they charge 10 bucks or $15 for two new characters. If you want that, not to make them not to make them buff or anything, just to unlock those characters to play. And then I wanted to play it, Sarge didn't. I'm like, "Oh man, Ahsoka's really good." He's like, "Oh, is it good? Should I should I buy it?" And then and then they play. But then it goes into it goes into a fact of is Ahsoka OP on purpose to make people buy it, right? Cuz that's like sort of like pay to win. If it's just a character that you're releasing, that's a way they could have monetized it. What do you think, Sarge? How how would they monetize this game? I mean, you the mentality the mentality of these games now is all about loot boxes and skins. Meanwhile, we used to get skins in the game without paying a goddamn thing. And so my brain doesn't work that way. You can just make a game and sell a game still. And if you want to make a game continue, then you make a DLC. Right. So for this, in all in all honesty, I don't like how they remove maps and put other maps in there if you have a star wars game you need to have the star wars battles in the game regardless hell like, i would i would have purchased battle, a galactic the, conquest mode the I'll battle be, I'll be the battle you. the battle of hoth has to be there and give me the real battle of hoth not the not the the, the, the fucked up one that they had where the the ATATs were on rails oh i hate right? that one yeah right do the real one right where you can have three or four walkers and then have two guys in the snow speeder. They talk to each other, and they have to do the tow, the tow cable thing. Have the battle of uh, the, the the Death Star battle one and two. Like you have those battles. Like that's what you're supposed to do, right? Not because oh, it's already played out. We don't want to do that. So we're gonna make up some more more maps and more battles of no the ones that nobody knows about that doesn't give a shit about. We're gonna do those, right? But we're not gonna do the ones that are iconic 
and I get to be the guy that goes down the trench run. Like, a couple of things that Star Wars did that Battlefield needed to learn from was there was objectives in the game. Like you said, there's like team of guys. You have to kill those. You have to kill those bombers before they kill the that ship, right? I said this many times before before I solved the problem with the GI Joe one, right? Same same premise where squad of guys at like the at the 35 minute mark they, they get a mission destroy the outposts. The, the other team that's defending gets a mission defend the outposts. Right. And now for the next 10 minutes you have two squads on each team fighting over C, and if they blow it up then C's gone. If they save it, then C stays on the map. But then it eliminates one of the. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. You have objectives, yeah. so it, so it pulls people away from the from the grind fest that is that swarm tactic they use, where just well, they go from one. The, the the one game I saw that did it a lot more than anything else was Battlefield. Well. Was Battlefield One, right? Battlefield One, it, people would just swarm, and it would just be a guys that go to each letter. They just they would just yeah, do well, this. Yeah. It's dumb. These guys do it's it dumb. well in Battlefront. They where, where some people are going for the bombers, some people are going for the ships, some people are protecting the ships, some people. So they do but, it in but, this game. But that, but that's what I'm saying. I said Battlefront does it well. Oh, okay. Battlefield needs to learn from that, right? That's what you need to learn from. If you could have, if you could actually do a couple other things in Battlefront, it would be the perfect first-person shooter: call-ins and building. Building some stuff, not a lot of stuff, building some things and call-ins, like an orbital bombardment or whatever else. Like, the real kind, not like the little grenade thing that they do. Because like, they had it in the original game, they just took it out. Right. Sean says they could have added characters behind the loot boxes within two extra, uh, with two extra skins tailored to the character. I don't think they need to do loot boxes, though. You know what I mean? Like, if they you just have a store... You guys have it in your head now. It's, it's ingrained in your head. Loot boxes equal skins... That's what you have they to could do. Just That's have what a you have store. to pay for. If you want to play for Darth Vader with a different mask, right? Then you then you buy that mask, right? Like I I'm okay. Or, or just play the game. Right. Or just use the same characters. But I honestly, if they no, want to no, or just play the game and unlock the skin. <clears throat> oh yeah, sure. Right. I I kind of like that you could unlock the character, but the way they made it before was just because you could pay to unlock the character. That's what was bad, right? If it was just only way to get Luke and only way to get Darth Vader. So early on, it's like when we played Star Wars Galaxies. Nobody was a Jedi right off the bat. No one was a Sith Lord right off the bat, right? You didn't see them for weeks and months. months. Okay. So like months. in this, you don't have to be Luke or you didn't have to be Boba Fett right off the bat. You would like grind for it. Like that's the game. So in early stages of Battlefront, you would all be playing just the peons of the of the of the clone troopers and the rebels or whatever, and then as the weeks progressed and people are leveling up their characters, then all of a sudden you see the first Darth Vader on the. And you're like, oh my god, you know what I mean? Like that would be the driving factor of let us just grind for the for the actual things, but don't make it so real, like so absurd grind that you're like, uh, if you just pay a hundred dollars, you can you can unlock this real easy. You'd be like, dude, that that's game breaking, right? Time is better than paid for money but people are like well i don't have the time to play that well then don't play that game you know what i mean like you're going to be using stormtroopers then for the most of your but time but that's the argument of why they put loot boxes in they know people don't have time but they have money right and they're capitalized they capitalize on one or the other all right but it, but every time we play this game i have fun it's a, it's, a, it's a blast it's a blast uh i want to play it more i do i want to play it more uh i played forza motorsport Okay. Um, I played Forza Motorsport. Let me let me bring up some footage of of me playing this. Uh, we played something else as well. Hold on one second. Let me um, 
I actually liked. I mean, it was it was it was fun. Let's see. Oh, I played Battlefield uh, 2042. They have a new map and stuff like that, but I'm not going to go over that. Um, but here here's the driving game, right? Forza Motorsport. I I had fun playing this, right? It, it's it's a fun car game. I'm not a gearhead. I'm not obsessed with like every little anchor anchor uh you know engine and muffler and brake pads and all this other stuff. I just like to get behind the wheel and drive, right? It's fun driving and whatnot. And it's a, it's a fun game. It looks beautiful. People that are giving shit for one side or the other, if you're a Forza and say Gran Turismo looks like crap on PlayStation and PlayStation says this looks like crap, regardless, if I, I've said this before, if you're playing on the system, you don't know what the other system looks like. And if you do know what the other system looks like and you don't own that system, like who, who gives a crap? This is a lot of fun. It's, it's, a, it's a fun racing game. It's a racing sim. This is not like Forza Horizon 5. I like, I prefer Forza Horizon 5. It's more arcadey. It's more fun. It's open world. You go where you want. You do what you want. In this game, you're racing. That's it. You're racing, and you're racing, and there's there's like, uh, uh, you, you have to practice because you get you get XP to, to practice. And then when you practice, you're doing time slots, and then you get, you get like different positions that you can take. And then when you do the race, you can put yourself in a position. You can make yourself number one, but you get less gold. Right or credits if you win. So you put yourself all the way at the end of the uh, end end of the thing, and the more people you pass, the more sp stuff you earn. And if you place in the top three, you win more money. Right? Then they really tune it in where you can make the NPCs faster or slower, and then you can make them more difficult uh, based on uh, you know how competitive they are as well. This looks absolutely gorgeous on the television set when I'm playing like this this to me doesn't do justice when I'm looking at this and when I look at it when I play on the actual television set it's like night and day all right this is almost like uh I think the same thing happens like when you play Starfield you look at Starfield and when you look at it on your 4k television set and you're like god damn that looks good right it's it's the same type of thing I'm not saying it's the best on PC it's a piece of shit right now stealth showed me uh some gameplay on his PC through through discord people in the stands were like floating up in the air like people were missing things were happening i was like what is this madden football like it was it was like weird um but the game itself lots of fun the sound effects the lighting effects uh there's one map uh, map i did where the sun was like sort of a little lower in the sky and you could literally see the reflection of your gloves when you go through the lights you would see the reflect let me see if i could find it right it, it was it was a nighttime it was a nighttime drive. Where the where the hell is it? I I, I the first thing that, that I draws my eye to this is not only do you have a rear view mirror, but a side view mirror, and that means they have to render the reverse of what's behind you yeah. being rendered in yeah. two different locations. I, I made I the field of view. I pulled. I it think back. I think that's incredible that they can actually do that. I I I, pull, I, I pulled it back. It, it was too close for me when we when we actually played. No, I know that, but what I'm saying is those mirrors exist. Like yeah. that's, like that's always the big thing in video games for me is like when you put a mirror in a game, and you never allow me to see my reflection, but you wanted to put the mirror there, right? There are certain games that do it or put like a blob or something in there, but when you do it like that detailed, and on two different spots on the screen, I got to reverse what the animations are. I, I I find it fascinating that it actually works. It works that well. I could have sworn didn't I didn't I play a nighttime course, guys? On stream? you're going way too fast on that wet track, bro. Dude, it was, so much, it was so much fun. I was hitting a buck eighty down that straightaway. 
Let me see if this is it. Is this it? Because the sun's a little lower, little lower in the. My time was spent playing uh, Gran Turismo for years. I played Gran Turismo. I love. Oh, I loved Gran Turismo. I, I still think Gran Turismo would be good. And see how this is earlier on before I got the field of view. Like you felt like right up on the goddamn steering wheel. It was. It was kind of weird. Like I could barely see half the 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 mirror. I couldn't see my side mirror. One of the things I don't like playing on controller to turn your head. You have to push up on the right analog stick and then turn, look right or left to look at your mirrors, right? And I was like, oh, I was like, I don't like that at all. So I was like, let me back out the field of view so I could see the mirror. And that way, all I had to do to look up to my right was just turn to the right and then see if someone was there. I, I think the game is fine. Uh, I, I know people here. Here's my, my thing. I, I said earlier today, people are saying Gran Turismo, okay, is, is far superior, and everyone always goes to Metacritic to show you how good a game is. Well, Gran Turismo was an 87. You had to pay $70 for that game. Okay? This scored an 85. And you have to pay $10 for this game. Right? Because you're paying for Game Pass. Right? So if, if Gran Turismo is far superior than Forza Motorsports by two points. Two points makes it far superior, Sarge. Okay? Then... You're paying $70 for far superior stuff, and yet for two points less, for $10, $60 less, you're getting a pretty goddamn good racing game uh, for people that like a racing game, right? Game Pass is 17 on console. Anthony, it's 10 bucks on console. If you want to play Ultimate, it's $17. And even if it was $17, it's still not $70. I'm just saying. But the users say forces of 50 creature. The people are going to play the game regardless. And here's the best part. It's on Game Pass. If you want to play it, you play it. If you don't play it, you don't play it. It doesn't matter. It's $10. 400 games, $10. 400 games, $17. You can either play the 400 games or you don't play the 400 games. Either way, $10 or $17. You have the, you have the ability. Right. You have the ability to play those games. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the user on Metacritic, right? Here, let's let's do a quick quick thing. Cause I, I love I love doing this. Everyone wants to go to Metacritic, and if if that doesn't work for them, then they'll go to they'll go to Steam, right? They'll they'll do whatever it takes to get the the, the, the goalposts. Yeah. I'm gonna move the goalposts wherever I gotta move it. Yeah. Here, Gran Turismo, which is an eighty-seven, far superior than anything else. Okay, eighty-seven, and the user scores out of eleven thousand people. Gave it a 2.3. Now, I'm sure that's being review bombed, right? Because that's what it would be. It would be review bombed because of the microtransactions or whatever else. Sure. But at the end of the day, this is a $70 game on PlayStation for an 87. And Forza Motorsports, which just came out, it could have 10,000 people give it a 2.2, and everyone's pissed off about it. It's $10 for Game Pass, $17 for Ultimate Game Pass, and it's, it's a racing game that's two points less. Two points less. <clears throat> creature says I don't give Metacritic scores any weight or value I don't give any reviews but the people that like to yap their mouth off creature they always like to go towards Metacritic right Metacritic says it's this or it's on the Xbox and this or it's, it's like, on Steam it's like the gospel yeah Metacritic is like the gospel for a lot of people the, the only gospel is the people that like the game because anybody else that doesn't like the game you don't listen to those people just like listen, the people that come in here and don't like my stream I don't listen to those people I only listen to the people that like the product but the the driving game is a driving game. 
Exactly. Like, you're you're gonna you're gonna get to a level where I can make the driving game as realistic as possible, and then once that happens, they basically have nowhere else to go. So they had to turn it into a MTX thing like Gran Turismo did, because once you reach the point where it's a simulation and it looks like real life, it's real life driving, then you have nowhere to go. There's nothing else to there's nothing else to advance. So you have to find another way to monetize it. Anthony, you're getting very confused right now. You're, you're getting very confused, and I, I'm not. I'm not going to go into this because this is my podcast. But ten dollars. I'm sorry. It's a, it's eleven, twelve dollars now. Whatever they uh, they just raised it by one dollar for the, for the basic. The basic is not core, right? So you're getting confused. There's 25 games on core. The regular Game Pass is all the games, and Ultimate you can play on PC and also on on your Xbox, right? But thanks for tuning in. Thanks for, for giving me information that that is false on your end. But I appreciate, though. Having no issues on, on Forza PC? A lot of people are having issues. I watched it with my own eyes, Skippy. To say that you're not having problems is fine, but there are major, major problems on PC for Forza. And that's just across the board for PC games. Uh, Jedi Survivor, major problems, right? Lots of problems with games porting to the PC this year. They're not they're not coming out and they're not being ported correctly. <clears throat> so let's go to uh, the top stories now. All right. So the first story I want to talk about is uh, bye bye physical media. Right. Bye bye physical media. So this is coming from my two cents. Uh, don't know the, the, the actual source, but this is what they're claiming. OK, Best Buy it says, all right, folks, we've got a little bit of a whopper for you today. It's also not uh, not buried in the lead. Let's get right to it. It says the digital bits has learned from the industry in source insider source that we've confirmed with multiple sources now that Best Buy plans to exit the physical media business for good next year, possible as soon as the end of quarter one, 2024. So that's the end of uh, March. Yeah, end of March, right? So this includes not just the in-store Blu-ray, DVD, and 4K Ultra HD sales, which is also retailers have also been gradually phasing out for a couple of years now. This also main stores locations nationwide, but online sales as well. This means no more Best Buy exclusive steelbook titles, no more titles from Best Buy, period. The fact that Best Buy is dis discontinuing physical media sales in their retail locations uh, should come as no surprise. Anyone who visits Best Buy store location on Tuesday Recently, we'll be also too aware that the retailer's disc uh, section keep going, moving around, and have gotten smaller and smaller. Our own experience here at Best, uh, here at the the bits is the some stores' locations don't even bother stocking new release titles on sales floors anymore, uh, even their exclusive ones. Uh, one more than one in Southern California locations have have had to ask for the titles and wait for the clerk to check the storeroom. But the idea of Best Buy would discontinue online sales. Uh, two comes also as a bit of surprise, though perhaps it, it shouldn't. But we noted that in recent months, the Paramount has quietly shifted to Blu-ray and 4K Steelbooks exclusive titles. Titles also normally have been released by Best Buy and Amazon's instead. So they're talking about just films, right? But this this should worry video game people as well. Because right now, when you go to Target, when you go to Walmart, when you go to minus GameStop, because GameStop, literally, that's all they sell is games, Okay. Uh, but they sell more used games than new games, okay? Because you can just digitally go download the game yourself. But Best Buy sections are 
dwindling down. When you go to Target, they're not even refilling the games anymore. Like if that game is sold out, let's say they had ten copies, that game's done. They don't they don't get another shipment in, right? So you as you go there, you know they're behind those little plastic things that you're they're like locked in. There's just blank spaces across the board, and then there's they're just selling cards now of the digital version of that game. So it's happening in video game space as well, which is sad because a lot of people still like their physical copies. But you can see this even with the new consoles coming out. The leaked information from Xbox uh, from the court said that they're potentially their next uh, system that they come out with is cloud-based slash digital, right, with no disk uh, at all. Maybe they sell a disk drive separately. The new uh, PlayStation Slim that's coming out, okay, you could either get the, the Blu-ray player uh, attached to it or just get the digital version as well, right? So it's sold separately as well. For $80, you can get the Blu-ray player. So it's already moving towards this, right? And on top of that, I'll just add the other uh, story on top of this, is PlayStation just announced their cloud gaming service, right? So now you're just streaming the games from the cloud, right? It's, it's, it's here, right? So this is more and more. Uh, so what do you think, Sarge, about the physical media of movies, though? It's gone, right? The, one of the biggest retailers <clears throat> to do this, besides obviously online with Amazon, uh, movies are no longer going to be physical copies in Best Buy. So w what are you going there for now? Buy a new television every 10 years? Like, what, what are you going there for? I, Well, I think the big box stores are pretty much going to be on the way out, or they're going to have to reformat what they actually are. Because you're not going to have so many different um, sections anymore, because most of the sections you don't need, because everything else you just buy online, right? You don't even have to see them anymore, and you don't have to get a physical copy. I, I think most of these stores end up being more furniture and appliance related, like, a, like an Ikea where you walk around you see all the stuff that you would want to buy and put it in your house, but everything else that's digital or movies, you don't, you just order it online. Um, it's a little sad, but what I'm curious about is I think a substantial amount of the profits of movies that do badly are when they go to video and they used to rent them or people used to buy them. And now you take that out of it. And if it's a shitty movie in the theater, and you have a service, you don't even have to actually... Ha like, if you still have, like, basic cable stuff, you're not doing the, the, the Netflix, right? Eventually it comes on HBO, or eventually it comes on Showtime, right? Right. So you don't have to you don't have to rent it or buy it. If you didn't watch it in the theater, you didn't give a shit. So you just... If it accidentally comes on to your, to your paid services, then you get your bonus. You get to watch it. But now you're taking away the actual copy of the movie at all. Right? So... Would you buy a movie to put it on a digital hard drive knowing that, number one, your digital hard drive could fail at any time, right? right? Because digital hard drives don't last forever. We all know how many hard drives we've gone through. So I'm going to buy a movie digitally to keep it in a library that I don't really need because inevitably movies that I like to watch come on television or on a movie station that I'm paying for anyway. Right. But you've taken away that entire section of revenue from the theater. Yeah. from the from the, from from the, the movie companies. Yeah, from the movie from companies. From the movie companies. Yeah. Especially like Black Adam came weird. out in theaters, bombed in theaters, and then Dwayne The Rock Johnson said, well, DVD sales uh, saved us. Well, What DVD sales? Uh, coming up? What, right. so, so the DVD rental that you're going to have, that you may watch it? Like, I don't... Yeah. Less it's, start, it's, starting to, it's starting to get really weird. Yeah. Less people are buying movies and just renting the movies. Real quick, I, I want to I prove to Anthony, because this is what I like to do here. Okay, I, I, I know it, this is hard to read. Reading is really hard. Are you ready for this? I know you're on the on the on the website. I also 
went to the website. Let, let me let me show you what the uh, the actual price is. Here you go. Choose your plan. Here's your plan. Here's Core, ten dollars. There's Ultimate, sixteen ninety nine. Oh my God. Where's the other? Oh wait, see more plans. Console, ten dollars and ninety nine cents. Good day, sir. Have a good day. Have a good day. So, physical media leaving. Okay, this takes away that whole, that whole revenue, right? The whole revenue stream of buying DVDs because people want to collect. You're absolutely right. If they buy, do you know? Do you know how many DVDs? If they I buy have? digital, if they buy digital movies, okay, and they put it on their hard drive, they can fail. Then you're buying a second hard drive to back up your hard drive just in case you don't want to lose the movie, right? But do you do you know? Do you realize how many DVDs I have? But like, mind you, I I never bought like, like every DVD movie that came out like that was decent. Like I always bought like the crazy in the closet type of movies that no one would believe me that I saw on cable, but I was able to find the DVD and I bought that. Right. Like I, like the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai, or Ice Pirates, or Flash Gordon. Right. Like those are the DVDs that I own. Of course. I own Lord of the Rings and the Star Wars yeah, trilogy. There's, there's like those movies you, that you want. Those, those you have to order. But like, imagine like you, it, it doesn't exist anymore. Like you don't buy media. Like you don't buy it. So you either yeah. watch it, you either watch it from a service, or you watch it in a the theater that may not exist in the next ten years. We don't know well, that could go either way, right? So what? 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 What's the entertainment? Is the entertainment only virtual and gaming? Right? Look, is look. the is if you don't watch. Try to put yourself in the position. If you don't, if you don't go to the theaters, a lot of people don't go to the theaters anymore. I know people go to the theater, but a lot of people don't go to the theaters. So between either your Netflix account or what other, whatever other cinema subscription model you have, not counting maybe like a, a an HBO or Showtime, right? So you come home from work, blah blah blah. It's Friday night. The kids are home. We're gonna just scroll through some Netflix stuff and pick it, and that's it. Like there's no more going to the video store. You can just cycle through some stuff on your on your computer, pick out a movie, boom, we can play it. But you don't own it anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. Right. You don't it's not taking up any basically it's not taking up any space in your house, which I think is good for some people. Right? It's not taking up any space in your house. But well, yeah, I don't know, it's, man. It's real it, nice it's, to to just put them in a in a in old school an old school movie binder. Like these are video games and movies in here. You know what I mean? Like Right. So it's, it seems a little strange now that we're going so quickly where you had a, a wall full of DVDs. Love and remember, my wall of DVDs, yeah. Remember, remember when everything started switching to Blu-ray and, like, no one gave a shit? Yeah. Remember that? Like, Blu-ray was supposed to be the next best thing, but Blu-ray no, basically— it was, it was, uh, it, it was um, Blu-ray 1. It was—I yeah. forget the other the other platform. It was— it was uh, high... DV, DV, It was DVR or DVD. No, the DV— um, it was look, no, no. You're talking about you're talking the about platform. the battle between the platform. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about the battle between a VHS and Betamax. No, no, no. I'm talking about that's the, something different. No, I'm talking about the you know Blu-ray and DVD. You're talking about Blu-ray yeah, DVD. There was, a, there was the battle another was battle. There was there was a battle between Blu-ray and something else, and Blu-ray won because the porn industry adopted HD DVD. Thank you very much, Mo. Yeah, it was HD DVD and Blu-ray, and and porn chose Blu-ray, <laughs> and that's what won. Right, whatever porn chooses, it that's, wins. That's right. That's right. Right, porn, porn chose VHS, and that's why Betamax doesn't exist anymore, even though Betamax tapes were better. 
Correct. Same thing. Because VHS same took thing. porn. Yes, yes. Yeah, same thing. Whatever, listen, whatever porn takes wins. That's just how it goes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, sound, it sounds like... It just... That's why I, the internet won. That's that's why the internet won because porn's on the internet. Done I guess deal. I guess I guess for me, it's like there's not a lot of things that you see that were actually part of society that just ends, and you were around to see it and actually give a shit, right? Right. Like, like you weren't around when the horse and buggy went away and we went to automobiles, so it wasn't a big deal for you. You grew up with an automobile, right? Well, we grew up with fucking media, like media. Yeah everywhere physical media. right yeah physical media in your house in the garage in the basement you had videotapes and dvd collections and cd collections and now they just got rid of that that it's, a, it's an entire part of the pie of the economy that's just not there anymore that it's all digital it's all digital yeah the, the uh I, i'm sad that physical media is leaving but i'll be honest i can't remember the last time i i bought a movie because the movies that have been out for the last six years have all been shit because the writers are Garbage. just terrible. So yeah. they saved me a lot of money. But I'm still upset because I, I hated the streaming services where they were going straight to straight to streaming services. I know a lot of people like straight to streaming services. I absolutely hate it. I love going to theaters. And I love going to the theater. And then when a movie comes out that I absolutely love, I love going to the store and buying that DVD. I don't own very many movies on digital. I don't. The only time I have digital movies is it because when I bought the DVD, it came with the digital as well, right? But I never, I've never bought a digital movie just to own it because I don't feel like I own it. I'm like, where is that movie, right? What right. hard drive is it on? I don't remember, right? Like, right. I hate right. that. I hate that. I, I, the, the, the mentality I have is I go to the bookshelf, I pick out an old movie that I wanted to watch, and I just put it in and I watch it. I understand the whole go on your computer and pick it, but if I go on the computer and pick it, now I have to pay to see that if I want to see it because it's on a server someplace. Right, it's on someone else's. And I've got to yeah. and I've got I've got to pay to access that server. Basically, yeah. is what it happens. Right. Right. Instead of just walking ten feet, grab it, put it in your in your in your player. I I know. I listen. I know it sounds. Get off it my, sounds get off my it lawn. Sounds, yeah. It sounds boomerish, but like yeah. I guess I guess the next ten or fifteen years, we're going to see a lot of stuff just disappear. Well, this is just goes to the next part of conversation. I mean, how fast do we see until video games are completely gone like this, where there's no physical media? Right before the show, I was saying, you know who will benefit from this? Limited run games, right? Limited run games has a good platform now because they make good, you know, they, they take small portions of games and sell them, and they, they make a little niche market, okay? But if all games just go, and there's no more physical copies anymore, I think limited run games will be like, oh, we'll make that game for you. You, you want that game by yourself? Yeah, we'll, we'll make a 10 copies of that game. Yeah, I think I think I think limited runs games. Is, I, I want to know if limited run games is in the stock market because I think I want to invest in them. Because when this no, shit starts to go that. away, I think limited run games is going to blow up for at least for a little while. It, well, and you'll pay a premium price for it because there'll be no more physical media, right? That's correct. So you'll you'll pay more than you would have paid if it, if the game was just normal, right? Right. So a lot of a lot of these old school mom and pop places that have video games, hard copy stuff. Is probably going to do well for the next temple, the next decade or so. Becker says videotapes can hold the raft together. Tom Hanks told me that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I guess it would that would be true. Yeah, it's, it's from it's from uh, it's yeah, from Castaway. Castaway. I know. Yeah, it's from Castaway. yeah, I know. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next one. Speaking of uh, games that no one cares if it was physical or not, uh, Redfall. 
Redfall update adds 60 frames per second performance mode for Xbox Series X, S, and players' uh, stealth takedowns and more. So they did a whole bunch of updates here, right? So they've added where the actual NPCs, Sarge. I don't even have to look at this. I'll just keep it on here, right? They they uh, they let it so the NPCs are not absolutely retarded, okay? So you can actually fight the NPCs now, and they just don't stare at you like, why are you hitting me? Like, what are we doing, right? Uh, they So you can, you can actually stealth... Uh, on top of them now. They can actually do stealth. Uh, there's more vampires or bad guys throughout the actual world, so now it doesn't feel like an actual ghost town. You're like, you're running around going, hello, vampires, is anybody here? Oh, you're in that, that one house right there. That's where you are. So now they're out in the world. So there's more stuff there. They fixed a lot of things. Uh, so what are we, six months past, right? Six months past the, the release date of Redfall, and they finally... Uh, did an update and people which was funny because IGN came out with an article and they said trying to shit on Redfall more right they they made the article saying where's the update for 60 frames per literally the next day they came out with the update for 60 frames per second and they had to take that article down <laughs> so they are fixing it because they have an obligation right people paid for the um I want to say the bite me edition now because someone said it the other day in chat I think it's the blood blood something edition whatever i like i like i like the, the bite, bite me, me edition, edition. yeah <clears throat> so uh the bite me edition is out there people bought it for 120 dollars or whatever it is so they do have an obligation to those people to make the content and fix the game right and they did say because they did put that little sticker on the box that said uh 60 frames per second but not at launch right so uh and here it is so they did they did fix it yeah it's the bite back edition but we're calling it the bite me edition yeah so, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Are you going to give it another shot, has, Sarge? Are we, are we going to go back to Redfall? I, I, I don't know how much time has <laughs> to pass or how much wisdom you have to be alive long enough to learn. But if a game releases broken, buggy, and unfinished, I no longer give a shit about your game. Right. And I mean that. I don't care. I don't care. You didn't care enough to finish it before you released it. And then you want me to care about it when you put some effort into it and fix it afterwards. Right. Right. I'm done. I mean that sincerely from my heart. If you don't release a finished product, I'm done. Right. I'll go back to the same sentence I say every week. Consumer protection. protection. Yeah. Consumer protection. It's going to come to the point where somebody has to get dicked over like really hard. And I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the day, right? Then Congress has to get involved, and then they're gonna have to sit down a bunch of old people from Congress and explain to them that we're not but, selling a product anymore. Yeah, we're, we're selling. We're selling in the air. We're selling a, a gateway item that sells things to children, right? It's a video game that allows kids to spend thousands of dollars on digital shit, but they call it a video game, like. That stuff needs to be pushed further and further out. So consumer protections come in. You're not selling a game anymore. Right. They're gonna have to come, they're gonna have to come on TV and they're gonna say, "Hi guys, we're making a video game. This is what's in our video game. Like listed, like a, like ingredients on a goddamn box of cereal. This is inside our video game. And if it and if it releases and it doesn't have this inside the video game, right. refund. Yeah. Refund. I get my money back." Real quick, Period. I, I want to go. Dumpy, Dumpy says I actually uh, liked Redfall. Uh, completed it and it has lots of potential. That key word in your sentence there is oh. has a lot of potential. Potential. Right? 
That no. potential part should be in the part that they do alpha and beta testing in. And they go, hey, we got something here. Let's build on that. And then let's make a complete game, right? It's not about it's not about if people have fun, right? Anyone can have fun with a stick and a hoop, okay? But if I give you a broken stick and a broken hoop, you can still have fun, but you didn't get what you paid for, right? So right. I did not. And I did not. You can make the, the benefit of, well, you didn't pay for it because it's on Game Pass. You didn't pay $70. You didn't pay $120. But the fact that they released that game, and Robert Jones is asking, so what, what did Microsoft gain from releasing this six months ago instead of today? I, I think they got absolutely nothing but bad press, okay? And the reason I think, Jones, that they didn't postpone it is because their plan is moving forward. The machine is moving forward, right? Starfield came out. Forza came out. And they don't want to cannibalize their own game. So they're like, hey, you know what? It's not a big deal. Let's just throw not it out there. Deal. It's on Game Pass. And right. because it's on Game Pass, we can fix it down the line. If people don't play it now, they'll come back to it later. Play late. Wait. Yep. Right? The only yep. reason they, they got it out there early instead of late is because I think they don't want to cannibalize the popularity of it. We read a story earlier today on our morning stream about Lamp uh, Lamplighters uh, League, which is that that um, uh, real-time real time strategy. Yeah, real-time strategy. No. It's like XCOM. I, I, can't, or I can't even think of – it's not an RTS. The turn-based game. Turn-based, thank you. XCOM is turn-based. My, my brain just like hemorrhaged there, and I couldn't remember. It's a turn-based game, and it's it's performing poorly by Paradox, and Paradox said it's probably performing badly because it came out between Starfield and Forza Motorsports just dropped and Gotham Knights just dropped. Even though Gotham Knights is a year old at this point, it just came out to Game Pass. So more people that were waiting for games like that are going to try that than... Lamplighters League on Game Pass. So I think that's the reason they they, they got it out early because they didn't want to cannibalize it with other games. But, but, the, but the point is, is there's no blowback or negative outcome for them to do it. There's no penalties. There's no fines. There's no refund policy in place. It's all under the category of buyer beware. I fluff it up to the point where it's the Empire State Building and then when you get it, it's the fucking ninth level of hell. It's nowhere close to the Empire State Building, but it doesn't matter. Oopsie, right? The, the oopsie excuse doesn't work anymore for me, okay? You didn't sell the product, right? And and even to this day, it's not even a product anymore. It's a gateway for you to sell me shit. Right. It's not even a product by itself. That's the other problem. I, I, I don't know how many weeks we have to go through this, but it's like I want uh, – listen – uh, the precedent has to be set by the consumer. It's 145% now our fault. It's no longer their fault because we know what they do. We know every year what's coming. We know when they're going to get fired, when they're going to get laid off. I can mark it by the calendar, right? When when people are let go, when it doesn't work, when the t it's on Game Pass. Like, we know it all. But yet... Somebody else comes out with a cool voice and an awesome musical background, gives me a good trailer, and says, coming next week, awesomeness. Right. And you go, take my money, take my money. <laughs> like, like I, if, you, my, my, if you wait five years for a game to come out and you buy it day one and it's broke, meanwhile, you could have waited six years for the game and let them just fucking finish the fucking game right. and let them sweat. Just let them sweat for a year. Let them release a game and nobody buy it and they go, uh-oh, we're in trouble. Yeah, that's the moment you want them to have. You want them to have the uh-oh moment and then they fix the fucking game. 
I'm tired of watching this shit go by like this. Zaltor I don't buy it. I don't Zaltor care. Says, Apologies is the only loss for them. Unacceptable. If it was illegal, uh, if it yeah, if it was illegal, they would not have released a seventy dollar game. That's right. They would have. They would have. That's correct. They would have fixed it before it launched, right? And that you would have been fine. That's the problem. You'd have been fine into oblivion. Mo, I think. Look, I think that's good of you. Like. Like that, you can do that, right? You're like, eh, it's a bad game. I'll just scrape it off and, and still play it and get what I what I you know what I got. And I, I I totally get that. But you have to understand if the whole if everybody thought that way, then the industry would just take advantage of you, right? And that's what all doing. day long. That's what they're doing right now. They're all trying to take advantage long. of people. And instead, because in no way, shape, or form, if you bought a car and your wheels were all wobbly, would you scrape off the toast, burnt toast, right? You would bring that shit back to the dealership and say, you're going to fix my fucking car right now, and, and then I'm going to pay because you paid money for it, right? That's the difference, right? If, if, if we go lackadaisical on that, the companies will take advantage of you. And I'm not saying the devs. I'm saying the corporate beasts that operate those, those companies will take advantage of it. What I, what I find interesting is how much leeway I will give somebody that will fuck me over that's the lead cause into my entertainment. I take video games as part of my entertainment. Like, this is my entertainment. I, I don't do a lot of other things. When my free time, I like to play video games because I like to zone out and just be my own, just do my own thing, right? And so we're putting such a priority on gaming that it means so much to us that the minute... You have to, you're going to take it away from me for whatever reason. You're like, no, 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 no. I'll play the shitty game because I got to have my, I got to have my 30 minutes away from the kids or I got to have my hour away from the wife. It's the only thing I have, right? Like I get that moment, but at the same time, you would not do that for any other aspect of your life. If something was broken, unfinished, you would be pissed, yeah. want a refund, get the thing back, yeah. trade it in for something else. But for some reason, because it's so coveted that it's your own little precious zone that you'll give anything for it, and you don't care how much they step on you to get it. Right. It's just sad to me. It's just sad. Well, let's let's go to the the next Burnt thing. toast. <laughs> oh God. If every listen, Mo, if every day you're scraping toast, bro, just buy a fucking new toaster. Dude. If you're scraping toast every day and it doesn't bother you, just buy a fucking new toaster. They're twenty bucks, bro. They're twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> 10 at target 10 oh man that's great so let's let's talk about scraping off more burnt toast right so I'm gonna, I'm, we're gonna use that we're gonna use that for fucking ever now anytime a game's broken we're just gonna call it burnt toast yeah. everyone get your knives out just start scraping yeah <laughs> playing redfall no <laughs> problems so cd project red He's the possibility of completing Cyberpunk uh, 2077 Collector's Edition. Now that Phantom Liberty is out, now that they've successful, they've sold over three million copies of the DLC. They've they've is made that successful? They've made a comeback, Sarge. Three years later, they made the game that they said they were going to make, and they put all the all the features. Well, not all the features. There's still about ten percent, maybe fifteen percent of the things that they said were going to be in the game are still not in the game. But that's besides the point. It's a fantastic game right now. I've never played it, so Amazing. I'm not I'm not giving shit. I'm just reading what people say. Okay. Amazing. Uh, it took them a really long time. It took them three years. Okay. It says fixing Cyberpunk 2077 was ridiculously expensive for CD Projekt Red because they had to they had burnt toast, Sarge. So they had to throw $127 million to get a new toaster so they could make yep. the game. So it says here, it says here, uh, 
that it take an investment of around $125.9 million for CD Projekt Red to repair Cyberpunk 2077's reputation after the game's uh, disastrous launch in 2020. There was an incredible hype for Cyberpunk 2077 in the years leading up to this release, but highly anticipated open-world game released in an underwhelming state, to say the least. Uh, while the PC version of Cyberpunk 2077 didn't have... Quite as, uh, quite as many problems, the console version of the game were full of serious technical issues. The PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One versions of the Cyberpunk 2077 were so bad that the PlayStation Store pulled the game from the actual store, and a great deal of work has been done since then. Now, according to CD Projekt Red CFO, uh, it cost them a combined $84.3 million to produce the market uh, for Phantom Liberty expansion and uh, and uh, for Cyberpunk 2077. In addition to a $40.9 million was spent improving Cyberpunk 2077, which with the post-launch updates. As pointed out by IGN, this means that CD Projekt Red spent around $125.9 million fixing Cyberpunk 2077. And this is a, uh, a quite of an investment, but it seems, though, that it's a, uh, you know, CD Projekt Red's efforts are, are back, right? They, they paid that much money to save face, basically, right? So let me break I, it down. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Are you trying to make me feel guilty for the money you spent <laughs> to fix your own fucking game? Right. Because that's how that article comes across. You want, me to, you want me to be impressed that you had to go back to finish the job you didn't finish and it cost you money to do it? No fucking shit. Right. No shit. So... We do know, these are facts, that they sold 8 million pre-orders before day one. There was articles that said they made all their money back on Cyberpunk 2077 before the game even launched, okay? Then, 5 million more people bought it after everyone knew it was broke right away, right? They're like, dude, it's broke? I'm buying that, right? So they bought that, so they made an additional 5 million, so 13 million copies, right, sold at minimum $70 because there was collector's editions and whatnot. Since that time, in three years... They sold 25 million units, okay? Now, obviously, they might not be all at full price, but they're in the billions of dollars, billions. The money that they just spent on this game for, with, the, with the marketing, with the 84 million on top of that, okay, they literally made all that money with the original price of the game. So to tell me that, oh, oh, they had to put so much money back in the game to make it right, like you could have, you could have launched it at at a good point. So it, it basically cost them, was it, $125.9 million? Was that roughly, check my math, chat, and in comment section, I know you'll let me know. I think it's like a $42 million a year, roughly, uh, per year, if you break that down, uh, what they spent to fix Cyberpunk since launch, okay? That's a drop in the bucket, really, for, for them, because they literally made billions of dollars but someone's going to tell me well they got to pay their uh, insurance and their light bulbs and, and all this that's other all factored stuff in. yeah it's, that's, that's all literally factored all in. factored in right it's all factored in cost it, cost of product cost of product you know it's not just cost of the actual product salaries insurance yeah keeping the lights on uh, everything else you guys are talking about it's expensive all part light of it. bulbs they got expensive <clears throat> light bulbs so cd well, project they red they can't be they can't be expensive light bulbs anymore bro that's right ED, the EDF or the EDC, whatever the fucking else is going on, got to have those economy light bulbs in those fucking those right. special states. <laughs> got to have those kind of light bulbs. Pretty soon they'll all be working in the dark, with, with and there'll be there'll be guys, they'll be hiring PAs to to go like this to to make the power on treadmills. They'll they'll go on human powered treadmills so they can power. Hold on, guys, I'm coding. We got to do crunch time. You got to go faster, right? No one's getting lunch today, right? Like that's what they're gonna have to do in some of these uh, these places. So, CD Projekt Red, congratulations. Here, I'll give you a round of applause. I'll they only you... eat pizza, then they make them run on treadmills. It's a carb day. Yeah. We order. We got we to gotta give them a round of applause because congratulations 
you did what you were supposed to do. You spent money and made a video game to make money. Bravo. Bravo. I'm not gonna, that, that's a Chris Rock. That's a Chris Rock joke. I don't have to I don't have to praise you for doing what you're supposed to yeah, do. That's your job. I'm not supposed to I'm not supposed to praise you. Like if you're a fire person, you put out a fire, I don't praise you, but you put out the fire. That's your job. Bro, I put you're out an fire. accountant, you do accounting. I, I did, right? Right. But you're, but I put you're a, a fire parent, out. you take care of your parents. Oh, you're an awesome parent. No, you're you're fucking doing your job. That's your job. Yeah. I make video games, but I fuck you first. <laughs> then I apologize. And then I finish the game. And then I collect more of your money. And then I laugh in the dark. That's right. I count. I laugh counting your money. But I had fun, Sarge. I had fun. What? It was fun. It's good. Awesome. Next story: Cyberpunk. Okay, Cyberpunk video game. Cyberpunk 2077 uses AI to replace deceased voice actor. Now we've seen this with Disney, right? Disney had taken dead people and they got permission from their from their relatives, and they said, "Yeah, you can use our dead dad or mom in your in your video." I don't think they're asking them honestly. I think they they say something else in some kind of piece of they would paper have a lawsuit. Legalese. They would have a lawsuit if they didn't. They no, have, they, unless they send that paper, they can't do shit. Well, it depends on what the. Well, that's true. It all depends on what the contract was, right? So, a Polish video game developer, CD Projekt uh, SA, used artificial intelligence technology in the latest release to recreate the voice actor who passed away. And the company said the voice of the late. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name. Malogosta. Uh, Rex, Rexa, uh, a, a popular Polish voice actor, butchered that name, by the way. I'm sorry about that. My condolences. Uh, who died in 2021 was re uh, reproduced by AI algorithm for the Polish language released in Phantom Liberty. Now, the new expansion for CD Projekt Red Cyberpunk 2077 in a statement to Bloomberg was a company said it received per it received permission from the family to do this and it also considered replacing him in the expansion and re-recording his line's original game, but they decided against it. Now, he says, we didn't like the approach of CD Projekt Red localization director uh, said in a statement. He said, uh, was one of the best Polish voice talents and his performance in the game at the uh, as the doctor uh, was stellar. Instead, CD Projekt Red hired a different voice actor to perform the new lines and the roles and then used uh, the, the, the algorithm voice cloning software to call, uh, you know, to bring in his voice to create the algorithm that would also alter the dialogue to sound like him. This is also a way to keep this performance in game and pay tribute to his wonderful performance. Now, I want to talk more. This is this is this is the shit that the reason the writers and actors went on strike. Okay, so there's also this viral video I'm not going to show on on uh, online here, but a woman is watching some sort of cheerleading show on Disney Plus. And then the camera cuts to the 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 crowd in the in the basketball arena looking on to the cheerleaders. And there's like real people in the front row. And then the the middle row behind them is all AI generated uh, actors like they're just it looks like you're looking at a, a stand in like Madden. Right. Like that's what it looked like. It looks like computer generated stuff. This is what they're fighting for, because actors faces got scanned in to uh, certain movies studios. And now they can just use. You know, here's your $150 or $200 day pay uh, to, to come in today. We scanned your face. Thank you very much for your work. And then they put them in the in the stands or whatnot. So there's also people, uh, you know, Mr. Beast is out there. Tom Hanks is out there where they're now using deep fake. They're using the, the technology, AI technology to promote items that they're not promoting. So Mr. Beast is out there promoting uh, iPhones 15s and Tom Hanks is out there promoting some other things. And they're like, this is not us. This it sounds like them, it looks like them, but it's not them, right? So this is just yet another thing. Now, obviously, CD Projekt Red went to the, the, the family and said, hey, we, you know, we would like to use their voice. 
but the technology is crazy that it can take that voice, make the algorithm. A couple of years ago, Kim Kardashian, uh, when Kanye West was with her, bought a hologram or did some voice thing where she was talking to her dead father, who's been dead for like 20 years, right? This is some crazy stuff. And we also talked about that patent about last year about someone's trying to take it where you can give the rights to yourself and they can make you talk while you're dead so you can send a message on to your family after the fact or whatever. And this is going down the deep, deep hole here, okay? Should, my question to you, Sarge, is even if the guy gives the best performance in the world, right? So uh, what's his name? Um, the guy that played Balin uh, in, in the new Ahsoka show, uh, Stevenson, uh, I forget, Ray, Ray Stevenson, okay? He passed, okay? He's no longer with us. So he passed. The guy, the guy that was just in the show, he's not there anymore. Yeah, he died in May. He died in May suddenly. Right? What the 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 dark Jedi guy? The dark Jedi. Yeah, he died the, yeah. with the beard and the white yep. hair. Yes. He, Get he, the hell out of here. He died in May, right? Stop. I didn't know that. Yeah, Ray Stevenson. He very very famous actor. Okay, so he died. Okay, and now do they recast or do they use technology? Where they're going to use CGI to make him, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like this is where it like crosses the line and whatnot. Should they? Uh, uh, what's this Ahsoka you speak of? Uh, so this is this is our going down the rabbit hole here. Like, do do they recast a person's voice? Is it a consideration of like your husband was really good at what he did, and we would like to use him in the in the in the, in the video game? We'll give him credit, and obviously, or do they just let it go and not use this AI t t technology to? you know, reenact the the man who was acting in voice acting or in movies. <clears throat> this is this is one of the slipperiest slopes ever. I don't think they're going to be passing laws trying to catch up to what's happening right now. Some bad stuff's going to happen before they start passing regulation for things like this. We can look at this in the gaming aspect and say it's pretty cool. They can put guys, they could do an actor that we loved in the past and he could be in the game forever. It sounds cool. But at the same time, the amount of things that can be manipulated by them being able to do this unfettered without regulation should be something you should be concerned you with, right? Not just video games, but like everything in general. Imagine watching a television program and or news program, and they just show you whatever they want you to see with whoever's voice they want to and right. whoever's face they want to. And you'll think it's real, right? Like legit real. And then you're going to have people actually fighting it out either in the same house or in the streets because of what they believe is real or not real. Right. Right. This is, this is an issue. Right. Now, if you want to, if you want to pull out just this little quirk and you want to talk about just from video games, we'll just say it's just for video games. I'll just put that in a little box right there. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Well, we can have Luke Skywalker live forever in a star Wars game. It'll be amazing. Harrison Ford will be Han Solo forever because we don't have to worry about him ever changing. And that'll be so cool for everyone. Right. As long as your entertainment is not ruined and your moment of peace is okay, we'll do whatever we want in order to get that. And you'll be fine with it, right? Like, that scares me. It should scare you a little bit. Let, let, let me let me show you this, right? This was an interview with, with uh, I wasn't going to bring this up, but I'm, I'm, it's, it's pertinent, right? So this is Lex Friedman, right? But that is not Lex Friedman. That is a scanned model of him. Okay, you'll, you'll see it in a second, Sarge. That is a scanned model of him in a virtual world space. Okay, this is an interview that he did with Mark Zuckerberg from across the planet. Okay, they're in the same meta space. They're wearing headsets. They they scanned his body in first. Okay, 
and then they basically put him in. So you can see what he looks like. It looks photorealism, right? Like it is photorealism. So tell me, tell me that you wouldn't know the difference if it was real happening on TV or not happening on TV. Right. Well, the, this is this is the issue. Here's where I'm going with this. Once you're scanned in, right? Let's say you make an account, and let's say this is it. Like for this interview, they scanned him in to show what the potential could be. So now they feel like they're in the same room together, even though they're thousands and thousands of miles apart. They're in the same virtual world together, talking to each other, and they're looking at each other, and they can't believe like how realism this is. Once you scan yourself in, you are now a virtual copy of yourself in the meta, right? Who's to stop somebody from taking your identity virtually now, right, and acting like you? All right, so let's 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 fast forward. So what if I take somebody and then I deep fake them, but I put them inside areas I want them to be in on closed circuit TVs and cameras on video, showing that they're at certain locations, and then I pin a crime on you, or 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 I erase you, right. like you don't exist from any place ever, and then you just disappear one day, and there's no trace of you ever because you don't exist anywhere else, right? Because they can scan you and then tell the computer wherever you see this face, get rid of it. No DMV, right? No, no. No, no photographs, no passport. Like, you don't understand the reverse of what this could mean. The, yes, this could be used for good. Oh, absolutely. But do you, but do you understand the, the world that we live in currently with all the ID theft that we have and all the, all the things that could go wrong with people who have that kind of power and what they could do to your life? Like, well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about you, man. Like, I don't... I'm not looking forward to the the version that they want me to play of Ready Player One, their version, what Mr. Meta wants you to play. Not looking forward for that version, right? If you were to get rid of all the elites today and we start from scratch, I give it 50-50. Robert, Robert Jones says Lex probably signed his likeness away. But this is what I'm saying. If, if we all buy a headset down the road, Jones, right? And like, oh, you want to be Once in the meta? Once you scanned in. You, you have to scan yourself in, right? Whatever the yeah. technology is, if the thing does it itself by by molding your face or whatever and scanning it in, or you, you hit the OK button, right? Because while you're doing the meta, you have to read the t TOS. And the TOS says, we take everything from you. And you're like, ah, OK, we're I want to get in the meta. I want to get in the yeah. meta, right? I want to play. So it's interesting. I mean, look, I think technology is fantastic. I, I'm kind yeah. of breaking it from the voice acting AI to the virtual uh, of this and then also what they're doing in movies it's a scary it's it's scary it, it's a fascinating but it's also scary because like you said in in anyone could use anything for good or bad but i just look like where's There's no you you realize though like all this looks amazing right and and I, i'll be the first to say the reason the reason that the tech sector especially in our country is where it is and we we reap the benefits of all the new technology that's happened over the last 30 or 40 years is because the government does not regulate the tech sector, right? In all other facets of the economy and industry, the government has locks and, and roadblocks and things in place where it regulates growth. There's no regulation for growth in the tech sector. They can do whatever they want, right? Because they feel like it was going to benefit them in the long run, so they don't roadblock you. They just let it happen. This has been going on for years. And so now gaming is like the keystone for this whole thing to open up where now you're trying to put all these other facets of like meta space and deep fakes and scan your face in. And like, there's no laws guys. There's no laws. There's nothing preventing anyone from doing anything. Right. And that's the problem. Yes. It's awesome. Yes. It's cool. 
yes, it's the most interesting thing you've seen in a while in the in the gaming tech sector. It's 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 unprecedented what the, what the capabilities of what they are, but there's no laws regulating any of it. Right. <clears throat> Nothing. Well, speaking of going from AI, going to the meta, uh, now we have Elon Musk. He says X everything app push, uh, continues as Elon Musk tests video game streaming. So during his stream, Elon Musk said that the X has plans to integrate streaming services to Xbox and PlayStation 5, but has no plans of trying to do better than specializing streaming platforms, right? So he's not trying to beat them or do anything better than them. He just wants to do it on this platform, right? So he did a stream uh, earlier this month, uh, October 6th, about, about a week ago, and he was streaming Diablo 4, and he was just answering questions and whatnot. And he says, the thing that, uh, as, as things kicked off, Musk outlined that he was aiming for uh, here is the audio sounds normal, the image looks re reasonably good, and so it's not flickering, and, and his comments are, are, it's working. He says, while the feature is still in early stages, development of the quality of the stream remains consistent throughout, and Musk seamlessly uh, cuffed, uh, cuffed uh, with uh, the work that developers have put in so far. He says, it's cool that it works at all, he said. Uh, he says, towards the end of the stream, Musk answered some questions and from his from his viewers provided more context of what X is aiming for. He says, quote, we'll add we'll we will add a streaming for Xbox and PlayStation 5, you know, not trying to do anything better than the other apps. But we just want to say that it's OK. And if you want to do something with the X system or the X platform, you can do so if you want, he said, adding. So what this is turning into, what Elon Musk is turning X into, he wants this to be the all the. He doesn't want to make a meta like Zuckerberg or Epic or anybody else wants. He wants to make the meta, meaning this is the one-all, be-all apps to use, meaning he wants you to use it for payments. He wants to use it for your video watching. He wants to use it for your news broadcasting. He wants it for the one-stop shop of everything. Like, you won't need any other app. You won't need any other thing to do. You can even pay stuff with this because he owns PayPal. You, want, you will have no choice. You don't need a choice. Right. Come to meta. All right, so... He's doing the streaming platform now, and what people are doing with the streaming platform is that basically he wants people to advertise because that's how he's making money. So a lot of people are taking, um, uh, let's just say, dark, dark stuff and putting it on Twitter because it, it gets a lot of views. So you can watch a lot of disturbing things and stuff on Twitter now, uh, and it's being monetized, right? So people are getting thousands of clicks and whatnot. So now he's bringing this to the streaming service. So now anyone that's doing a video game or whatnot, as long as you put content on, on Twitter, it'll get monetized. If it gets monetized, you get paid, right? So this is what he's trying to do. And it's not making good content. It's just making people try to one-up each other shock, on shock, 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 right, shock value of what's happening with, with X or whatever you want to call it, Twitter. So what do you think, Sarge, as far as, what Elon's trying to do, do you see this him trying to make it like a YouTube, or do you think he's just trying to just put it out there to do what I just said as far as uh, the advertisement? The battle, the battle's out right now. I think there's a battle going on right now, even with YouTube, where uh, people have ad blockers, and now YouTube wants to block the yeah, ad blockers. They're, they're blocking ad blockers. Yeah, they're, they're, they're blocking they're... ad blockers. So that shows you how much money they need to spend for revenue and you can't take that ad up from them because they're charging they're charging other people to be on their platform for advertisements and they're I guarantee you over the years the numbers have never been matching right they'll say like you're you're being seen by like 20 million people and they're charging them for 20 million people's right, eyeballs you're, you're not getting that but right. but you can't prove it yeah so I think what's happening now is people are calling YouTube out and so now YouTube's keeping track and because they're keeping track they know who's blocking 
And so now they're trying to get rid of the ad blockers. So now you can see the circle come to fruition. Right now, because he's, he's doing they the exact knew same thing. They're doing the exact same thing. So the issue for me is the whole point of the internet originally was to circumvent the corporate power of network television, which is I'm watching a show and then the commercials are on the show because that's what pays for the show. But we never thought of it that way. All we thought about was you're just interrupting my show. Right. So we found ways to well, circumvent the show. First, first was DVR. Right. You first was DVR. You would fast forward through the commercials. And you would fast forward through the commercials. And so that's why that had to go away because people were finding out that why am I why am I paying to be on your network? Nobody's watching the commercials. So we have online now where I can just pick I could just pick the show I want to watch. I'm just picking the show. Right? I don't want to watch commercials. But the subscription fee that you're charging me to watch that network and to and to skip commercials or not have any commercials isn't enough to pay for that show. So they're slowly doing this to make us feel, I guess, uncertain about what we should have or not have. But it just goes back to the same format, which is you're going to have to watch commercials to pay for the show, just like you did on network television. Right. We're going to we're we're going to go full circle on this anyway. So I don't know. I don't see that how there's a compromise, because in the Wild West that we had. You have to remember how much money these guys had to establish these new frontiers in the digital sphere. So they were able to come up with shows and programs and apps to get people excited and then draw traffic. And then traffic you can show on paper, traffic you can show to a bank or to investors, and then that way you get the money to fund whatever it is you're doing. And then that pushes you maybe like five or six years down the road, and then you have to reevaluate. Right. And so consolidation, new programming, new whatever else to do, and then charge a little bit more for subscriptions. But it's getting to the point now where you can't pay for the content on the channel that you had because we're not charging you enough for it. So now everybody's got to charge you twenty nine ninety five or thirty nine ninety five, whatever right. it is. Whereas before you were paying some you know, pretty decent cable bill. Some people are paying like two hundred and three hundred bucks for their cable packages, maybe more. But that encompassed everything and there was commercials. Well, right. So, what what do you think Happy Medium is here? Well, they can they you, can they can definitely get more accurate readings now because before with the Nielsen box, right? Where there's only in a couple one thousand person, homes. one person equals seventy five thousand people. Right now, but now, everybody's watching a channel or watching a program. They know exactly how many people. Everybody's are watching got a cell phone, a tablet. Individuals watching on their personal phone. So That's now correct. they know how many users there are, how many people that are not signed in, how many people are signed in, how many people – they know your IP address. They know all this other stuff. So they, they have accurate readings of how many people are actually – like the amount of information I have on YouTube between demographic, region, all this stuff, and I'm a nobody – and I and have that's only what they allow you to see. Right. I have all the information. I'm like, man, this is crazy information I have. I know when people watch my videos, like what's the best time to post a video? Because when I know when they, they come onto the internet, I know what other people they're watching. Like, and that's just the information, like you said, is only that I'm getting, right? So what are they what what's behind the scenes of the information that they're pulling? Right? That that's what's crazy. But there, there's I don't see I don't see how this works itself out. I see the internet becoming exactly like network television. Except that instead of ABC, CBS, and NBC, you're gonna have 
Netflix, YouTube, Hulu. Like it's going to be like whoever the survivors are yeah. of of the of the of the conglomerates smashing heads together until they figure out who's left. Right. Like that's then, basically what it's going to be. And then you won't even be watching television anymore, Sarge. You'll be wearing right. headsets on your face, okay? Right. And you'll be in the meta and you'll be watching Digital. virtual television within the world of meta. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's that's yeah. that's where you're watching it. Yeah, you, so so basically I'm not sure it's going to happen during our lifetime, but I foresee the fact where what we talked about was you're wearing the helmet and you're at every football game you want, but you're yeah. paying to be at the football game. Yeah. But you're on the 50 yard line. Everyone's on the 50 yard or, line. Or, or, or better yet, or be even better yet, you're not you're not on the 50 yard line, bro. You're on the line of scrimmage. Wherever the line yeah, of wherever, scrimmage wherever is. Wherever it is. You can see it. Wherever the line of scrimmage is, yep. your, your headset, that's where you are for that game. Yeah. How much would you pay for that? Uh, right. How much on... would you pay for a season pass of your team playing every game, and I'm on the line of scrimmage for the entire game? I'm pretty sure we're talking about numbers of astronomical now. Yeah, because you can right? sell that spot indefinitely, like in, in, in concerts. Infinite. Yep. Right. Concerts. Yep. I'm front row. Every concert I want to watch, I'm front row. Yep. Surround right. Sound, Sporting events. There. I'm on the line of scrimmage. Yep. Right. So, oh. <laughs> well, the possibilities, the possibilities of what this could lead to. Is insanity. It it does lead it does lead down to what Ready Player One is. It does. Sure. Imagine watching a television show, but you're in the show. Like That'd the show's going on. It would be like right? an not, not, no no like no no room. no. Don't take it the wrong way. Not that I'm in the show. Like I'm no, part of the acting no, type thing. But I can I can walk around. Yeah, you're the camera. No, I, I know, I know exactly around. what you're saying. Yes. Yes. Like you... I can walk around inside the show and watch the show from wherever I want. Wherever you want. Yeah. How much would you pay for that? That'd be pretty cool. I would have to admit, right. It would be pretty cool if I could yeah. virtually walk in like Game of Thrones and then see the view from a different angle. It's like you're almost playing a, a an RPG game because you know, like when people are talking in the background, you don't really hear them talking until you walk up towards them and then you hear them better. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that type of stuff. That'd be interesting. It, you're you're making fun gaming fire, but you you're not thinking about it. You're not thinking about it how we think about it. That's insane. Krebsy says, what about That's I watch from the ball's point of view? I mean, hey, whatever you want to get your fancy off Whatever of. floats your boat, man. Yeah, whatever floats your boat. How much would you pay for that, though? That'd be more expensive if you want the ball's uh, POV, right? <clears throat> the possibilities are incredible, but the consequences are are terrifying. Real quick, I want to thank uh, Robert Jones uh, for a membership, seven-month membership. Forget everything I said. He says, I will sign my life already for already for self-driving car with fast cloud streaming gaming there you go yeah right. i don't have to drive you i just play games in the, in the car yeah, you can just sit in the front seat back seat doesn't matter just just yeah it doesn't matter i'm not driving anymore that's right they have to pay me to watch i mean if you pick your favorite show come on creature you're watching you're watching you're watching andor season two but now you're in the show yeah they the only for that for that token the only benefit that I see for that, for self-driving cars, and I, I know it's a little evil on my side, but the best part of a self-driving car, once all cars are self-driving, is there's no more need for insurance companies. Oh, that's true. It's true. Right? You don't No more insurance companies, so the insurance companies just go away because all the cars are going to do the speed limit. They're never going to hit each other. They're all going to just kind of go the same speed. And every, it, there won't even be lights. Because the cars will just do this. They just go in between each other. The, the cars will go like this in between intersections. <laughs> they never need to stop. Sorry. Everyone just keeps moving. It'll laughing. be much more convenient. It'll I'm be much more convenient. I'm laughing at Sean's. Uh, he says, <laughs> no amount of dicks. Would, uh, uh, no, the amount of dicks you would see in Game of Thrones would be horrendous, 30. <laughs> You're like, ah, ah. Yeah. 
Records, thank you very much for the four ninety nine. Somebody is somebody has somebody actually collected on fun insurance, Krebsy? You let me know about that one. If somebody actually collected on that. I've talked to a lot of people about flood insurance. And I've never heard anyone collect on it yet. All right, next story I want to talk about is a, a new report makes disturbing allegations against the Lords of the Rings at Gollum developer. Okay, so a, a fresh report of Lord of the Rings Gollum developer, uh, uh, the developer entertainment uh, has also made a number of disturbing allegations about the company, including reportedly enforcing uncomprehensible overtime, uncomprehensible overtime, alleged trying to pay staff below minimum wage, and a toxic work environment cultivating by alleged abusive leadership. Uh, were they... Now, I don't want to make light of this, but the picture in my head feels like they're... It's like uh, the movie Oliver Twist, right? They're in, like, raggedy clothes, and they're like, please, sir, may I have some more? They're like, get back to work! And they're like, they, like, shove it and, like, throw the bowl up in the air, like... That's what, it, that's what I'm picturing in my head, right? So the Lord of the Rings Gollum is one of the biggest video game flops of 2023, which returned to a 4 out of 10, uh, said it was filled with dull, stealth, bad platforming, and pointless story, and does a little to justify why anyone would take the time to play it. Following the Gollum uh, disastrous release, during which it, pained, uh, it, it panned by uh, critics, by players that met by low sales, uh, the Dex Entertainment shut down its internal development arm, canceled the follow-up Lord of the Rings game. They already had a follow-up before this game even launched. Resulted who, in layoffs. Who is selling that to those people? I, I don't know. It says, Now a 40-minute video from German publication Game 2 titled The Gollum Had to Fail alleged uh, significant failings that both the developer and the publisher have spoken with 32 people who worked on the game, and there's an atmosphere of fear. The enormous source said, uh, the anonymous source said, sorry, IGN has also contacted the developer and the publisher for comment, although they're worth noting that uh, denial statements were issued for Game 2 and shown in the video. Now, Game 2 reveals that the, the production budget for Gollum was around 15 million euros or 15.9 million. Uh, this was an incredibly low amount for a supposed AAA Lord of the Rings video game and factored into many of the failings. Now, a report also details a number of cuts made to the game and makeshift systems added ahead of its launch, and the alleged publisher of the developer, AI Tools of ChatGPT, to write an apology statement used to after Gollum's failings became public. According to the game, too, this apology was issued without the, uh, the developer's knowledge. Note that the misspelling of Lord of the Rings Gollum in the statement below. So this statement right here, uh, that I'm pulling up on the screen. This was uh, was created by AI. Okay, this is not even a real person that wrote the uh, the actual apology. So this is just an AI apology uh, coming from this. What is what is happening in video games space, Sarge? I mean, we we talk about this all the time, right? As as far as there's people that are passionate and love video games and they want to make a game, and then there's everybody else that says, "Holy shit, you can make a lot of money in video games." Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and that's, that's why and that's what this consumer is. protection. Yes. How many how many of these stories do you need? How many of these do you need? I told you as soon as soon as the video game industry passed the NFL in annual revenue, the doors are off the car. Right? They are off-roading everywhere they want to go. As soon as that day happened when they figured out video games can make that much money, Everybody and their mother was trying to put together a game company or do something with it. Right. I, I feel like this is like if I, if I give an analogy of like high school, right, where, where the nerds 
we're making a video game and the, and the jocks, not to say that there's no jocks that are nerds because you're just nerds for sports instead of nerds for video games. Um, they they made fun of those people and then they oh. got older and they had money and they're like, wait a minute, I can make a video game with this nerd and I can I can make billions of dollars. OK. Right. But they have no passion for what they're doing. They just want to make the money. And look, I get it. People make money all of, all the time in different business avenues and, and whatnot. But it's when stories like this, when you hear the crunch time of certain things or games that fail that give the persona of it's like Redfall on Game Pass. Redfall on Game Pass makes Game Pass look like crap because it doesn't matter if it's broke or buggy, right? But then when a game comes out that's actually really good, you're like, oh, well, it's just one of a dozen, you know, that, that you get to put out there, right? So a game like Gollum or a game like Redfall or a game like that comes out and they're just absolute garbage and they're just trying to make the money, right? They're just like, no, we, we can sucker at least this Popular. percentage of people. That's to, correct. To get our money That's back. exactly correct. That's right. That's exactly right. That's why they picked Lord of the Rings, right? And by the way, didn't they pay those people under minimum wage? That's what Wasn't that part of the... Goal. Yeah, it says... It's, right? It's Wasn't that part of the story? Was yep. The people that were working on this game were, were getting paid under minimum wage. So think how desperate you have to be that you need a job so bad that you're getting paid under job. minimum wage to yeah. take that job. Well, it's a good experience. Knowing full well this is a gamble. Well, I can tell you I can tell you this, Sergeant. It happens all the time in the entertainment industry. When you, when you yes. first get a job, they're like, oh, yeah, we're hiring. And you're like, oh, okay, uh, I'm here for this position. They're like, they're like, well, um, you know, we're gonna need long hours. It's gonna be a cool shoot. We have, we have uh, Kevin Costner on the film, uh, and uh, he's he's gonna be on on set. And meanwhile, he he comes on set for like one day when they film all his scenes on that one day or something. And they're like, they're like, uh, and it's gonna be an unpaid internship. Uh, so if you want the job, a lot of people want it. Do you do you want the job? Big opportunity. After this, you can work on a lot of other stuff. They're like. Yeah, okay, because you're trying to break in, right? So they take advantage of people that literally have nothing to, to lose. They're like, well, I, I don't have a job right now anyway, so I guess an unpaid internship. And, and, why, and, why did, and why did I pay all this money to go to coding school or learning computer graphics right. and I don't have a job? There, there's people that take advantage of people all the time in the entertainment business. doesn't matter if it's the music industry. doesn't matter if it's the movie industry. doesn't matter if it's the video game industry. There's, there's always scumbags. Some scumbags hide it better than others, but they're all, they're all out there for, for many different things. So yeah, it's a shame that this game came out and it was it was poorly received and it was just it was broke game and now it's sad to hear that they got taken advantage of. I mean that's what it is, right? But again, there's that tissue box, Sarge. Uh, a developer. Always. There's another developer. Always another tissue. There's another developer, right? So let's go on to the next uh, rumor. It's time to take it with a grain of salt. Don't run on that truck big enough. Take it with a grain of salt. All right, so the next thing I want to show you, this is the potential map rumored. It's the potential map of Grand Theft Auto 6. It's the green, okay? That's what you're looking at, the green. Uh, the yeah. hang, small, on, hang on, I want to I get this set up for myself. The, right, go small, ahead, go. the small highlighted part like, that you see here is Grand Theft Auto 5's map right here, okay? So this little piece right here, it, it comes all the way out. This is like the beach area. Uh, underneath over here okay but this is the map for grand theft auto 5 and then this potentially is the map of grand theft auto 6 now i wish i could slide jesus this over jesus christ now, i wish i could slide this over okay so there's other there's other things there's the keys down here right it's so the keys i mean if, if it, listen if you flip if you flip the gta 5 if you flip it top down it fits into the florida thing anyway 
So it's not it's not so big. It's just the extra islands and a little bit on top. It's like it's not tremendously different because you guys are counting the water. But yeah, if, if yeah, you man. Take, it's, I, I did it's this big. thing. I took my hands and put it on the screen, and then I slid it over to the green. And I was like, eh, it's actually pretty decent size. There's more. There's more space. A lot of stuff to do. But this is say so who who did this though? Who 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 showed this as the map? This is just on on Reddit. That's why it's rumored. No, no, I'm talking about the 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 GTA Six map. Like, where did they get that from? Well, it's leaked. It was leaked. It was leaked. Uh, that was the, that's part of the leak. That part was part of the leak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't know if it's the actual uh, the actual map down here. It does say that the uh, let me let me see if I can zoom in far enough and get down there. Let me see what it says in the small fine print here. It says this map was created by me, uh, Dupazo. By was also developed in joint knowledge discovered by GTA mapping community. Therefore, it would like to credit those involved, and these are all the people that, that put it together. It says, and the rest of the GTA mapping community, very just helps. Truly sorry for the missed anyone. It will update regularly. So basically giving call credit to the people. But this is the leak stuff. That's why I said take it with a grain of salt or whatnot. They also say there's about, uh, supposedly, this is also rumored, that there's going to be 500 hours worth of content in this game, right? Now, is that before the online kicks on? I have no idea. Or that count, is that counting that, the online? That, that's my question to you, Sarge. If it's 500 hours, just... Just the game. That's side quest, not not just main quest. Just like like Starfield, right? There's there's lots of. I I don't is I don't know if I finish it. I don't know if I finish. I don't know if I finish it. Is that too overwhelming? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would finish it. The main story or just just the game itself? Like, if it's if the game if the game has 500 hours of content in it, I don't know if I'd finish it. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but I don't know. I don't think I'd finish it in the same year. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I, maybe. That sounds like a lot of, like all the content. maybe because you could play for five hundred hours. I, did, and, I just did. I just did two hundred hours in Dark Tide, so it's you know, maybe two hundred hours in Dark Tide. Settle down. I, I'm sorry, two hundred <laughs> hours in Starfield. Sorry, two hundred <laughs> hours in Starfield. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Starfield. I I I think if it's five hundred hours, like if it's five hundred hours of content, that doesn't mean that you could you could probably play two hundred hours and not even get close to five hundred hours of content. You know what I'm saying? Like you could you get lost and get sidetracked and you're all of a sudden you start customizing your car or something like you know what i mean like that's that's a crazy amount of of, of stuff if that's if that's what it is i don't know the, the fact the fact that there's such a gap between five and six, ten years causes ca causes the hype factor to be worse than cyberpunk i mean the crazy worse part is the last time i played grand theft auto i didn't have a kid and now i have a 10 year old or a nine year old and it'll be 10 by the time this game comes out yeah that that's that's crazy, Krebsy. I I I agree with you. I don't know if this is the exact map. I mean, it's a it's a good rough estimate. I mean, hell, we don't even know if it's in Miami, right? So oh no, we know it's we know it's we know it's Florida. I know it's not official yet though. You know, so uh, next story. Uh, we're not gonna get through all these stories. Uh, Activision offers a time frame of Xbox Game Pass inclusion ahead of Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three. So, uh, Activision puts out a tweet. Right, and I, I thought this was I thought this was interesting. Okay, they put Hilarious out a tweet. tweet. They put out a tweet, and the tweet says, "It's awesome to see the anticipation building of Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 3 as it continues to work towards regulatory approval of Microsoft deal." And we've been getting some questions whether or not its upcoming release of a launch or recently launched games will be available on Game Pass. While we do not have plans to put Modern Warfare 3, like read that out loud, 
Well, we do not have plans to put Modern Warfare 3 or Diablo 4 into Game Pass this year. Once the deal closes, we expect to start working with Xbox to bring titles to more players around the world, and that we anticipate that it would also begin adding games into Game Pass sometime in the course of next year. Now, obviously, in the court documents... Hilarious. hilarious. In, in the court documents, it says that they cannot put Call of Duty on Game Pass until 2025. That's the new one. They can take all the old Call of Duties and then obviously put those on Game Pass. The Diablo 4 is what really makes me laugh because that wasn't part of the deal uh, of, you know, they weren't fighting for Diablo uh, in the courtroom. They were fighting for Call of Duty, right? Yep. So Diablo 4 right now is, I don't want to say struggling because it's not struggling. It's got hundreds of thousands of people it made, still it made, playing. It made all its, mo it made it, all its it, money, It bro. sold over 10 million copies. It, it's got two, over 250,000 people playing. It, it's, it's fine. But it's not that fine because obviously they just threw it on Steam because they didn't have enough people playing the game or uh, their number, uh, I should say, what they want to play. They're struggling after season one. Season two is coming out. And I think it's funny that Activision thinks that because someone paid $70 billion that they are going to be okay with waiting to put a game like this on Game Pass. Like This is a game that needs to be on Game Pass, I'll be honest with you, because they need as many people playing the game as possible to get the battle pass and the cosmetics and all the other stuff in that game and this game they want the influx of of people playing it, it's proven that it works because playstation and xbox both put blast uh battlefield 2042 on and it revived the game when they put it on playstation plus and game pass okay it also revived uh saints row the last saints row when it bombed and no one bought it and they put it on playstation plus it was the most number two played game because it revived it because no one wanted to pay for it they would rather pay a subscription model for it so Diablo, a lot of people are disappointed in Diablo 4. I think it's weird that Activision came out with this before because Activision shouldn't have said anything, right? This is not Activision's, um, in, in my opinion, their, what's the word I'm looking for? They, they didn't need to say anything because this is not their place to say it. Because if they want to go to Game Pass, the guy who paid $70 billion, I say guy, but the company that paid $70 billion is going to go, yay, you know, all of your stuff but Modern Warfare 3 is coming to Game Pass. As soon as that ink dries, it's it's coming onto the onto the platform. Yeah, they, they, the fact that they even wrote a tweet like this is hilarious. Like they have say. Yeah, right. They they don't have right. say. They, they they don't have they don't have say. They don't have hand. They don't have nothing. They have they have their job. They, now here's the part. Here's the part I'm curious about. Now the rumor was, the rumor was that there were people working for Activision Blizzard, who when they found out about the merger decided that they did not want to work for Activision Blizzard anymore, so they decided to leave. Yes. So that leaving. means they're losing, ta they're losing talent. That, that's number one. Correct. Right? Because they did not want to work for Microsoft. So my question is, how do the people who walk away from Microsoft, because it's Microsoft, but they were able to stay and work when they had the sex scandal and everything else that was going True. on with Activision Blizzard over the last three years, but that was okay to stay and work then. But just because Microsoft's taking you over... Now is the time to leave. Yeah, because you don't want to work for a company that's that's got a bad reputation. Oh wait, uh, right. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how that works. So maybe yeah. they got rid of some people when that happened, and now the other people in Microsoft. So my question is: is what what is the veterancy? I want to going to say what the employees now is. What is the veterancy of Activision Blizzard currently right now? Because we already know that Blizzard's dead. Right, we already know that they're creatively bankrupt. We've already watched World of Warcraft going down in flames, and they've been trying to resuscitate it. And Overwatch is all over the place, and we know it's a steady, it's a steady decline with these IPs that they have that they don't care for. 
So they just paid $70 billion for non-vetted rookies who don't care about the IPs that made them billions over the last 10 years. And now we're, and what, what do we get? What are we doing? What, right. what is it they're going to make? What, what is it Activision Blizzard's going to make? That's going to make Microsoft make back the $70 billion. I mean, the goal is to get people a hundred million people onto game pass and they could literally take all Activision Blizzard games and make our own section on game pass. They could be like the Activision so, so Blizzard so pass. So we're just going to salvage the car. Yeah, for parts is that what they mean like we're going to just take we're going to take what the essence was of your company in the past put that on game pass to make it more attractive but we don't give a shit what you make anymore because we know you guys don't make anything anymore well no i think obviously they're going to make call of duty right um they, they well they're can... contractually obligated to make call of duty well yeah call of duty is i mean a billion dollar business and they're not going to get rid of it right they, they've signed they've signed 10-year deals or, or or whatnot right um so Activision, I think all their old stuff that's not doing anything, right? Like the old Transformers games, the Marvel games, uh, anything, any IP. I mean, even Bobby Kodak in a in a in an interview that he talked about, he was talking about Pitfall and and stuff like those. Those things could get revived and made games into, and those games would be perfect if they did an updated version of Pitfall. They put it on Game Pass type of stuff. Like you know what I mean? Like nobody, nobody from no. the current current staff of Activision no, no. Blizzard is going to want to go back in time to no. revitalize games from the fucking 80s. But what I'm saying is they have, they, they can either take those and put them on or they can remaster them or they can do whatever they want with them. They have such a catalog of games going back 40 years that are underneath the Activision uh, Activision slash Blizzard uh, gaming development, right? So they have tons of catalogs to do. Obviously, they're going to be making more of their money from the mobile device, right? The mobile and uh, and PC and whatnot. It'd be interesting to see what happens. I just thought it was funny that Activision was like, yeah, we're not going to put it on, on Game Pass. We have no no things this year. But honestly, if, if Xbox says jump, they're going to be like, all right, well, what can you put on, on Game Pass? I see, I see Diablo by season four, maybe not Christmas this year. Obviously, I, I, maybe, maybe by summertime, it'll be on Game Pass. You think so? I think so. I, I, I'd say by it all, it all depends. There's a lot depending on it. If season two comes out and it's not very good and they're still hurting for player base, season three, it's coming out to Game Pass. If it does okay, they'll test the waters out again for season three. And if it doesn't do good, season four, it's on Game Pass. That that game I, that game is a, a Game Pass game. I just I just see Activision Blizzard in such turmoil with all their IPs. I just I, I don't see I don't see the value of the seventy billion yet. I don't see what they what they see now. If 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 they're looking at King and King's supposed King, to like King's part of it, yeah. Uh, yeah, I get it. But as far as as far as the actual development companies and not the slot machine version of it on mobile, I don't see it. I I, I haven't seen it. Mo, I think they do drop some sort of Activision backlog titles that they can put on there. If it's if it's the old Call of Duty games that they put on there, single player story, what whatever. Something something of the Activision Blizzard catalog will be on Game Pass by Christmas. For sure. Because they, they want those numbers up, right? Um, where, where was it? Creature says, X Scandal is not going to make you off uh, off of a solid position, but uh, you on an 18-month rolling contract, Microsoft is. Sure. Sure. I just think it's, it's, it's pretty funny, though, that the people have... Uh, I mean, again, we're being journalistic here. Not everyone at the at the company was in the sex scandal, but people that didn't get fired or not from the sex scandal, they're like, "Yeah, I'm okay working with this company that has a uh, you know 
uh, cube crawls and drugs and everything else. They're like, that's fine. But Microsoft, oh, no, I'm out. I I can't work for that company. They're bad. <laughs> like, that just is humorous to me, right? That's all. Uh, the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, Ubisoft discounts the Crew Motor Force, uh, Motorfest less than a month after release. So the new Crew game that just came out. What what Crew game? Crew Fest. Crew Motor Fest. Okay, didn't know when, it was out. When did that come uh, Yeah, when did it come out? A month ago. So they are discounting it on the Ubisoft store. Special discount from the 10th to the 24th, minus 20%. From the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, from the 11th through the 18th, 20%. Um, Xbox Series S and X and Xbox One goes from the 13th to the 16th. And the Epic Game Store goes from the 14th to the 21st. So that means this game is hot, Sarge. This game is rolling out the door. Very popular. Uh, and hence why they're giving discounts. And uh, I, I, I kind of find it funny, though, that Ubisoft's giving you two weeks, right? It's their own website. So they're giving you two weeks because they want you on the Ubisoft storefront. Okay. They gave PlayStation seven days. Right, seven days to get the deal for twenty percent. For Xbox, they get three days, thirteenth through the sixteenth, four days, whatever. Okay, and Epic Game Store gets seven days as well. Why is Xbox less? Right, because Ubisoft plays very well with Xbox. Do you think it's coming to Game Pass, Arch, sooner than rather than later? I don't know. Maybe Halloween weekend was enough, or the or the the Friday the Thirteenth weekend was enough. Is there more people that are playing it on Xbox? Maybe that's why they're not they're not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why I mean, it's three days for Xbox and seven days for everybody else. Well, what? I mean, it's all contractual stuff, right? If they got stuff coming out and they only have so much room to put so many games on there, then yeah, maybe. I don't know. Just brought it up. So anyone's looking for Ubisoft uh, for Crew Motor Fest, there you go. Uh, next one. I, I, really, I really didn't even know it came out. Uh, Ubisoft Call of Duty Rival X Defiant delayed indefinitely. I know you have a problem with this this heading, Sarge. I have a problem with the with the with the wording. I have a problem with the language. Yeah. Language matters. Yeah. Cuz so what what does so what does what's indefinitely delayed mean? Means it's never coming out. Okay, so if it's never coming out, what do we say? Like indefinitely, right? There's no coming back. Right. It's indefinitely. It when, you, when you're it's dead, done. when you're dead it's indefinitely. So right. if it's so, indefinitely delayed. So that means it's never ever coming out. It's so delayed if it's never coming out forever. Right. Right. So Canceled. Yeah, the proper word is canceled. But it's but it's not canceled, right? Because they said that they're working on the fixes and whatnot. But the heading's kind of weird of the article, right? Yeah, you can't say indefinitely delayed. Yeah, indefinitely. It's forever delayed. It's delayed. It's delayed until further notice. Yeah, they can say that's stuff the like proper that. language. That's the proper language. But indefinitely <laughs> delayed is you're canceled. You're yeah. not. You're not coming out. Well, the game is not canceled, so it is coming out. But the heading of the of the article is is uh you know. So the problem with this, I said the other day, was that X Defiant. Uh, I actually appreciate that they're canceling the release date, right? And then repositioning themselves for another release date, okay? Because they said they had problems. But my problem is with this is that they had alpha tests and, and whatnot, and they wanted to push it out early. And Xbox and PlayStation, or I'm sorry, yeah, Xbox and PlayStation both denied them for the quality test and said, no, it's not good enough, right? So they told them they couldn't do it, and they postponed it to October. Now here we are in October, and they're like, yeah, we still have problems, and we're, we're gonna we're gonna work on those problems. Which means there was more problems than they're speaking of, right? They're being they're being transparent, but not totally transparent, right? They're being upfront and saying, "Well, we need to still work on it." And the community, we listen to the community because that's how you you get the people to rally around you or whatnot. So, if this is truly a Call of Duty competitor, right? Because it, it feels like the old school Call of Duty, not the what Call of Duty is now. Okay, 
Um, people really liked this game when they were playing it. I just find it funny. I feel like there's just I feel like there's problems. I feel like this game is going to have problems, even if they're indefinitely delaying it. Right there, there's definitely uh, yeah we have problems indefinitely. Yeah, there's going to be there's going to be problems with this game. I just feel like they're not they're not saying what the problems are because why wouldn't it go past quality test to get on the PlayStation and Xbox? And then now they were going to release in October and they still are having problems. So I don't know. You don't have to. But there was no there's no date at all. None. There was. And now there's not. What right? was the last date? It was supposed to come out sometime in October. Sometime okay. in October. Okay. Yeah, Krubsy, that's what I'm it's saying. Just, it's, it's it's a very it was a very positive, real, well received positive stuff. But then it got it got said no 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 no, Mister Matumbo back in the night. No no no, right? PlayStation and Xbox were like, no, you can't put it on our system. Something's wrong with it, right? Whatever that is, I don't know what that is. Okay, and then now they're like, well, the slide uh, is having a, a little bit of hitching going on, and if it's hitching, then thanks for the community for telling us that, and we fixed it after we looked at underneath the hood. That can't be the only reason they're being indefinitely delayed, right? There's got to be an, a, another major issue underneath the hood that they're not speaking. They're being transparent, but they're not being fully transparent. That's what I see. Uh, the next story, Sarge, PlayStation. PlayStation has a brand new slim version coming out, right? You can get the X, uh, I'm sorry, you can get the PlayStation 5 right now for $499 for the disc version, right? Right now. Comes with the stand. Comes with the Xbox, the big, big fucking thing. Okay. Comes with all the stuff. $499. Okay. Now they worked on a brand new system. 30% smaller. Okay. 30% smaller. Let me let me read what it is. It's uh but but not from the front. What's the same? It's it's the volume by more than 30% and the weight by 18% and 24% compared to the previous models. Okay, there are four separate cover panels, which is also the top portion of the glossy look, while the bottom remains in in matte. If you purchase the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition, you can add an Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive for PlayStation 5 later, as it's sold for eighty dollars. So, let me get this straight. Right, you pay the pricing of this, Sarge. Okay, for the Digital Edition is four forty nine. Okay, you're getting the Digital Edition, but then you decide. Right, four fifty. Right, four fifty. Okay. Right, I got it. Then you decide that you want the disc drive, which they're selling separately for eighty dollars. Okay, why wouldn't you just buy the other edition without the with the Blu-ray player for five hundred? Well, I don't want to answer the question. Please keep going. <laughs> okay, so as as this right as as we go here, then the next what part else, of this what. What else don't I get with this? Right. You also don't get the new PlayStation 5 model will also be available starting in this November in the U.S. at select local retailers and the directplaystation.com. We're also available in the continued the role, uh, role globally in the following the months. And once the inventory is current for the PlayStation 5 models has, they sell out. The new PlayStation 5s will become the only model available. Okay. Uh, where, where's the part with the, with the stand? Did I miss the stand? Uh, there's, they, they have a stand. Let me get to, Oh, here's the stand. Sorry. A horizontal stand will be included with the PlayStation 5 model. Also, a new vertical stand uh, com compatible with the PlayStation 5 models will be sold separately for $30. Okay, so they're giving you a stand. I, I want to I show you the stand that comes with it, Sarge. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Okay, there it is. Do you see it? No. <clears throat> it's right It's right there. It's the this little piece right here. Uh, uh, your screen's not... It, 
Yep. Okay. This. This. Hang on. I, I can't. I can't zoom in any farther. Okay. This little piece right here. It's a kickstand. It comes off of the actual console and it kicks down. Okay. That's the stand that comes for free. Uh, oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. But if you want the vertical stand, this thing, it's thirty dollars. So now, you pay for the digital edition. If you don't want the disc drive, you get it for four forty nine. But if you want to stand up your PlayStation, you got to pay an additional thirty dollars on top of that. So now you're at four eighty. Okay, four eighty for the digital version. If you want to stand up your uh, your PlayStation, and then if you're at the PlayStation Five with the hard drive, right, and you want the the stand, okay, it's it's going to cost you five hundred and thirty dollars. But well, if you get five, the digital it's version, five, it's, it's five sixty right now. Well, if you get the digital version, then you're paying five sixty. Yeah. For the stand, the hard drive, and the, welcome to microtransactions for physical so, goods. So wait, how much? How much is it if I just buy the one with the disc drive? Just the disc drive is five hundred. It no, comes with the stand. That no, comes with the stand. No, no, no stand. It stands up no. by itself. It has a stand inside the box, doesn't it? No, no stand in the box. No stand in the box for the for the for the old PlayStation Five that was being sold the last couple of years. I, I, no stand. They haven't released it yet. I'm assuming there's no stand. The only stand is the sideways version. Right, okay. is the sideways version with the little kickstand that comes down. Okay, I'm sorry. This this is not the pro. I thought this was the pro. This is only the slim. No, this is not the pro. This is just the slim. I'm confused. I thought when they do slim, it was a slim pro. Nope, nope. This is just the slim. Pro will probably come out next year. So, I'm. Why do I want this? This is my point. So right now you can go buy a PlayStation Five right now. Okay. Yeah. It comes I got with that. Yeah. Comes with the stand. Vertical. Yeah. Okay. You told right. me it didn't come with a stand. The one that's out now comes with the stand. That's what I'm saying. The PlayStation 5 right now comes, comes with the stand. stand. Yes. Okay, don't confuse me. You just told me no before. No, I said no for this new one. No, not the new one. The old one. Who's on first? What's on second? I, I want it clear. <laughs> PlayStation 5 right now. I go to the store, buy a PlayStation 5 with a disc drive right now. Run out. Get it. Disc drive. Stand. stand. Yes. 500 okay. bucks. 500. Yes. Okay. Di digital edition comes with stand. Cheaper. Right, five kickstand. four fifty. Yeah. No, no, no kickstand. Yeah. I'm talking about the ones in, in the product store right now. Right the, now, the fat, the fat ones, the the, the okay. regular Playstations. Four fifty, five hundred comes with the stand, comes with the hard drive. If you get the digital edition, it comes with the stand, no hard drive. Right, it's just digital. Okay. The new yeah. one, if you buy digital, is four hundred and fifty stand, thirty dollars. If you want yep. the hard drive, I don't know why you 80. would get the hard drive after the fact. Just get the disc drive. I don't get that. But anyway, if you want to buy digital, but you really want a hard drive, or uh, sorry, disk drive, and the stand, you're paying an additional $110 for the stand and and the uh, right. and and the disk drive on top of the okay. $450. Are you sold? I I, I would just <laughs> wait. For, I wait. I would think I would want to wait for the pro. I think. This, and then when the pro when the, when the pro comes out, does the pro have a disc drive, or it's going to be pro slim? Well, I'm I'm assuming no drive. I'm assuming that no drive. When the PlayStation Pro, if it ever comes out, it will be the slim version, but a pro. Yep. But pro, and it'll also be more money because it's pro. I because bet you it'll be five fifty. So, will there be a pro? I think so. I think so. Creature says I mean, the Pro will just be like the the two that we're looking at, just with more power. Right, right. Whenever that is, if that's year four or year five, because you got to remember, PlayStation's in the market to sell consoles. Right, they have PlayStation Core. Right, is it? 
is that what it's called, right? PlayStation Core is the new video service they have with the with the movies on there, right? They also have the cloud streaming now. Okay, cloud streaming just came out today for some people. Okay, and it comes out, it rolls out for other people later this month. Okay, so cloud streaming is now on PlayStation. Now this is not like XCloud. XCloud I can play on my iPhone, my iPad. I can play on any device, right? For PlayStation Plus. The cloud streaming is only available on the PlayStation 5, okay? So I found an article that we read earlier this morning on stream that was two years old, and it said that Sony's working with Microsoft for the Azura, and that Jim Ryan was saying that we're going to use Azura in a different way and that we're going to be using the cloud gaming in a different way. And here we are two years later, and they're using the cloud streaming service, but you can only do the cloud streaming from the PlayStation 5 itself, Okay, which now goes and makes a whole lot of sense why they made the portal. Okay, because if you can do cloud streaming and you can only play off your PlayStation, but then the cloud portal or the, the portal can tap into your PlayStation and you can play over Wi-Fi, that means you can play your games and the services that are on on the portal as long as well. So now you have a mobile cloud streaming device as long as you're on the actual like Internet. Okay, so. They said they wanted to sell 12, 25 million more consoles by the end of next year, right? So this all lines up, right? So they, they come out with a brand new system. They are already making money off of the PlayStation systems right now. They're profitable, right? They're not losing money on the PlayStation 5s as of right now. So they're already profitable on the ones that they're selling now. 40, 40 million or 41 million that they have sold. Now they have they want to get rid of the old stock because obviously they're making their margins, okay? But now they want to make you know, smaller smaller margin, more profit off of, off of the new stuff, right? So now they have the new PlayStations coming out. They're at the exact same price. They're at 30% more. So they're, they're costing PlayStation, or so I should say Sony, less money to develop, right, to put together. And they're getting the exact same prices uh, that they were getting already. So they're making more money there. Now with Cloud Core, with the, with the Sony uh, uh, movie services on there, Plus, they have Crunchyroll, right? Crunchyroll, is that what it's called? Is it called Crunchyroll or Crunchyroll? I don't know. I don't really watch it, but they have that service on there as well. And now they have the cloud streaming service that's on there as well. So, But you, you have to access all of this stuff by owning a PlayStation 5, right? So you have to have the PlayStation 5. And this is what the difference between Sony and the difference between Microsoft. Sony is selling goods. They're selling the, the actual physical devices the controllers the portal the playstation 5 the vr headset they're that's what they're making their money from and they're making their margins off of that xbox doesn't care if they sell anything they don't care if you sell the xbox series s or x or if you're playing on pc they just want that recurring ten dollars right unless you're the other guy anthony in chat that didn't believe me that there was a, it was eleven dollars or ten dollars he says no it's only the core but you know there's people out there that don't believe certain things right or you can pay the 17 dollars. that's what they want the recurring revenue to come back in every month two completely separate models right sony is selling hardware they're selling the games on their actual device and that's where they want you to be Xbox is like, fuck it. We don't care if you buy our stuff. We just want you on the service of, of Game Pass. So much so, Sarge. We're going to throw this into the, the mix here. Microsoft, uh, Game Pass Ultimate, the Xbox Starter Bundle, has everything you need to play. Okay, so here's the different models. Okay, they're charging $500, $450, and $500 for the PlayStation. And here we are, the Xbox Series S. They're not doing a Xbox Series X bundle. They're doing an Xbox Series S bundle. Okay, they want they want you to launch worldwide October 31st 
three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks includes Xbox Series S, five hundred twelve console, three months of Game Pass Ultimate membership, and wireless controller. Right? It's the little bundle for you. There's the controller. There's the the system, and there's Game Pass for three months. Get you hooked. Right. And this is why I keep telling you that they only need four months from people. Right. And they make their money off of that person basically on average. Right. So they give you the three months. Right. And then they want you to stay and they, they want you to stay for an additional four. OK. So they want you on there for at least four months on top of that. So Xbox's model is we're giving you the lowest grade of the Xbox Series S because that's that's the potato. That's that's holding Xbox back. They have to parody stuff. But they're also remember, you don't even have to pay full price. You can basically rent to own. Right, you can pay twelve. I think it's like twelve dollars a month, okay, to own an Xbox. Okay, I think it's like twenty six dollars if you're been the Xbox Series X, and then you're paying a ten or eleven dollar for the basic of of Game Pass, or you get the ultimate, right, for seventeen. So for less than thirty dollars a month, you get a system and Game Pass for the year, right? It's three hundred twenty dollars. It's paid off, right? And and it's crazy. This this is the two different mentalities of of the companies right now. Interesting how how PlayStation wants to make sure that you have the hardware in house in order for you to do the other cloud based gaming. Like they don't want it. They don't want it to be without the console because they make their money with the hardware. The portal and won't have. Just... Sorry, the portal won't have cloud till mid twenty twenty five. But can I? play like cloud through the portal from my PlayStation 5 because you're accessing your PlayStation 5. It doesn't need to go cloud directly to the, the portal. It's going to your PlayStation. You're accessing your PlayStation through your portal as long as you're on the Wi-Fi. Am I, am I not correct there? Sorry, Sarge. Go ahead. No, no. No, no. We're good. It's interesting how PlayStation is going to lay that out, though. <clears throat> my Samsung TV is an Xbox. The future is now. Right, Wreckers. And, and, th and this is what I'm saying, that you can see the completely two different things. And, uh, and I'm not saying one's right and one's wrong. I've, I've said for years, though, that they're not playing the same game, and they're not. One's trying to sell hardware, and the other one is selling a service. Creature says the portal will eventually connect to the cloud. Why else would they have invested in the total cloud infrastructure, and why would they have wording like at launch on it? Sure, sure. I'm just saying that I can't access directly to the cloud to my portal. But if I have the PlayStation Plus Premium, I get the cloud service and I'm streaming games to my PlayStation. And if this mirrors my PlayStation, then I'm cloud gaming on my system through the portal. No? It doesn't work that way? Not yet. Okay. You win the luxurious market with quality, not low price. Sony understands this. Microsoft does not, but Microsoft is, yeah. But Microsoft is not doing that. Like McDonald's doesn't make it off rich people; they make it off the the, the lower people, right? Everyone has their market. There's high end restaurants, there's medium restaurants, and there's low tier restaurants. The high tier is not competing with the low tier. Low tier is not competing with the high tier. PlayStation is that high end steak, and Xbox is the fast food joint. That's that's what it is. They're both in the food industry, right? They're both making games. They're both making money, but they're not competing with each other. Brain says, whatever happened to the other platforms? Tober Graphic, Neo Geo, didn't someone buy them too? Uh, they just they just folded up. They just folded up. Let me see what else we're missing here. Because Oh, I want to show this. We have, we have time for two more stories, Sarge? Oh, 
All right. So real quick, it's not really a story. It's more of a uh, hypothesis here, right? So EA is is that is that a guess, Krebsy, or is that a fact? Because or is that just a time delay? Oh, by itself. Yeah, I understand that. If if they implement that down the road, sure. I'm saying you can still play cloud through your PlayStation through the portal. As long as you have good internet. I would assume that's how technology works, right? So this is not not a fact yet. In a Bloomberg article, they were talking about how potentially Disney might purchase EA, okay? And if Disney purchases EA, they, instead of to me, it doesn't make any sense because Disney basically closed all their all their gaming divisions down. Okay, some of the best games ever were from Lucas Arts, and they closed that whole section down. Now Lucas Arts is there only in name uh, to make sure the licensing go out, and they keep track of all the licensing and stuff that happens. Like ten employees that work there. Okay, so if EA just got done with a ten year deal exclusively to make Star Wars for Disney, now if Disney buys EA, Sarge, and now Disney's also, or I'm sorry, EA is now working on Marvel games. Now, we don't have an exclusive for Marvel, per se, but let's, let me paint you a picture, Sarge. If EA gets picked up by Disney, is this good or bad? And what I mean bad, because if EA has the licensing for Marvel already, and Disney then purchases it, and Disney owns Marvel, do they even let anyone else make Marvel games, or do they just put it underneath the EA lo logo? And does that hurt the Spider-Man? For PlayStation, because Sony doesn't own the rights to Spider-Man in video game format. They license it, right? They own the rights to the film industry of Spider-Man, not the gaming. So if EA, in my in my my statement here, if EA gets bought out by Disney and Disney owns Marvel and EA is making a bunch of Marvel games, after, after Spider-Man 2, they might not li license it out to anybody else after this because they might want to make it exclusive just for EA. The Marvel my first brand. question. My first question is: Is EA even in the, in the market to be bought? I thought they were doing okay with all their bullshit. Or is just Disney throwing more numbers at them? Because I don't think Disney's in the position to buy any. I, I don't think point. they're going to buy EA, but I think where, Disney, I want to know where this rumor. I want to know where this rumor came from. But it was in a, it was in an interview, and it was a one sentence uh, in Bloomberg. Uh, Bloomberg. Let me see if I can find the sentence. It was a passing uh, statement in this uh, in this interview. Yeah, this belongs at the top of the pile of salt. Disney itself right now is on fire, like literally on fire. Well, okay, I'm sorry, figuratively on fire financially. Well, wait, that would be yeah, the money's not burning. It's figurative. Yes, figuratively. The money's not actually burning. Disney is on fire financially, figuratively, right? They don't have any room to do anything. They've got a Comcast. Is it Comcast? I forget who a cable company is. It's Comcast or Viacom. Uh, that payment's coming up. Uh, they're hemorrhaging money. The parks aren't doing well. The shows are not doing well. Uh, the scandals are on top of it. They lost the Reedy Creek deal. Like, I, I don't know how much more shit can happen to Disney. Right? And Iger says he's going to clean house. Like, they're, they're and what, what was the last thing you heard? Wasn't the last thing you heard, like, a bunch of directors, everyone got fired because Disney's starting from scratch? Is that yeah, another thing you yeah, heard? Yeah, so Daredevil, uh, uh, Born, uh, Reborn, or whatever that was supposed to come out, they had nine episodes in the can. Uh, out of 18, and they said, uh, we're starting over. They fired all the writers. They fired all the all directors, of all of them. Every single writer, every single director, gone. Cleared house. Uh, they're, they're starting to hire actual, actual 
showrunners, people that worked in the television and understand how to make episodic television, meaning like one episode is a closed case, like like it's a story in itself, and then it goes on to the next one with a connective tissue of the next episode, right? So they're actually getting actual people that can actually write and then actually produce a show for television. Okay. So they just just threw away nine episodes that they already made, and we're starting from scratch. Correct. And they also did uh, the show Echo that was supposed to come out. They don't know when that's coming out. And when they do come out, they're just dropping them all at one time because it's such a bad show, they said. And it basically, it's not even going to connect to the other show anymore. They, they, they realize now. Now, I don't know if if per se like the industry is has has lost and the fans have won if marvel actually has woken up to stop doing what they're doing and to actually fix it but who knows i mean with all marvel movies coming out next month i'm pretty sure we're going to get one more cherry on top of this shit cake i'm pretty sure oh you're going to get at least two more you're going to get you get you got uh uh captain america coming out next year did you watch the trailer for marvels i did not i did not did you watch the trailer I did, for I Marvels? Didn't, I didn't watch it. Did anybody in chat watch the Marvels I trailer? Find, I can't find this uh, this sentence that they said about the the gaming. It was it's really, okay. Like, it was really like just it's a, okay. a pass by. I, I I'm I'm definitely putting that in the, in the no fucking way category. Disney's on in turmoil, like legit from all angles, like turmoil. Like they're not buying anything. They yeah. they've got they've got zero cash flow that they could buy anything with, right? They're still they're still hurting from the Fox deal. Trust me. Yeah, I can't I can't I can't find it. But yeah, anyway, even if they I I don't see that happening. I mean, not to say that they can't get bought. I do believe EA is up for for sale. Anyone's up for sale? Yes, yes, she was. What's that? Oh, was Brie Larson, Larson in was the in the trailer? Yes, she was. Yes. Um, yeah. So. They, there is there is a possibility that EA will get bought. Is Disney going to buy them? I don't know. And the question is, do I want Disney to buy them? I, I don't. I don't. Because I've, I've, not that they can make Madden any worse, but for anyone to own, right? That's that's. Uh, I I don't want Disney to own them because they'll they'll just make everything exclusive. Like EA will be the only one that makes Star Wars again, or EA yes. will be the only one to make Marvel again. Uh, yeah, but I thought, wait, I thought the license for Star Wars is out. It is. People, that's it. But what I'm saying is if EA gets bought by Disney, the, the license would be back on because it's their internal studio now. They don't need to go out to, to have other people make the games anymore. They could just they'll, – they'll use what they have now. So if there's like six companies out there making Star Wars games, cool. That'll be in the, in the chamber ready to go while they're working on all the other Star Wars games again in-house because they have EA. You see yeah, what I'm but saying? EA doesn't, but EA doesn't own the license anymore. Are you are you missing the point? If EA yes. gets bought by Disney, EA is owned by Disney. Disney would just give them the license to make the games. Yeah, but they wouldn't be able to give them exclusive rights to the game because the license opened up already. They don't have There's to, no exclusive deal. There's they, no more exclusive deal. They don't have to give license out anymore. They own the fucking company. They wouldn't have to give exclusive rights to EA. It's their company. They would just make the games. What are you missing? What I'm missing is the whole point of EA not having the license anymore is that the license to make the the, the license to make Star Wars games is now open. Correct. It's open because Disney EA being EA being bought by Disney doesn't shut down the license again. No, the license was signed by EA because they wanted a ten year uh, agreement. If EA yes. gets bought by Disney, they don't have to sign any more deals. 
EA is now no, owned by Disney, no, EA, so they no, would just EA make, can make as many Star Wars games as they want. Correct. Sure, and they don't they don't have to depend on anybody else. That's what I'm saying. They could just make it exclusive for EA. They don't have to sign any more deals with EA to make it exclusive. EA is now that's, Disney. That's correct. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Uh, I thought you were talking about the EA being bought by Disney means the the Star Wars license is exclusive no. back to EA again. I'm like, no. Well, it, technically, it would be, but it wouldn't be exclusive. They wouldn't have, they wouldn't have to sign exclusivity. They could just say, yeah, sorry. Just EA is making Star Wars games from now on. Right. The last thing I want to show you, okay, and then we'll take some questions, is that a man made Zelda. I'm not going to play the music. A man made Zelda. He remade Zelda in Unreal Engine 4. This is not Unreal Engine 5. This is 4. He literally recreated the entire game inside Unreal Engine 4. Uh, It looks fantastic. It almost looks like a mixture of, like, Minecraft meets... Animal Crossing, which is Zelda, right? Like, that's what this is, right? The textures look like a, a, a texture pack from, like, Minecraft, but the game itself looks like it's from Animal Crossing. But it looks actually really good. So this is one guy who redid all of, uh, all of Zelda. Now, the fact that this guy did this means that he thought there was no other games that he was interested in and loved Zelda so much that he recreated it instead of playing other video games that are out in the market right now. Because this had to take a shit ton of time. It's impressive. Right? This this is I mean, this is impressive. I mean, it, it looks good. It's, it's Zelda. So it's Link's Awakening? I mean, no. sure. No, this it, is the original this, Zelda. This is the, this is the original Zelda remade in the original Legend 4. I think it looks great. And he has he has all the dungeons in there. <laughs> Animal Crossing. What? Squirrel. So this is good. Obviously, Nintendo, he he would never sell this game. He's just showing it. Uh, if I was Nintendo right yeah, now, but to spend to spend that much time on a game, if I was Nintendo just right now, you love it just because you love it that much. Those are the kind of people that used to make video games. Yeah, if I if that's I, the if kind I of was Nintendo right now, I approach this dude and say, "We'll buy it from you. Thanks for doing it for us. We'll put it on the Switch." Right? Why not? Why not pay no, this? Pay some crazy uncle Nintendo doesn't do that. Yeah, but pay this dude some money. He did he did the work of a whole fucking production staff. Right, the, just saved you, saved you months and years of of converting it over. He did it by himself. Pay the man, pay the man, put it on there. I mean, I agree. I mean, I I miss the fact that there are people in the world that still do that. Like that's that was the essence of what video gaming was: is people's passion for some idea, and then just going balls to the wall and doing it. Like that's what that is. He's not getting paid, right? You made you 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 remade Zelda for free, yeah? Because I love Zelda. Oh, okay. Like yeah, now, now give me give me a hundred of those people that like Battlefield. Give well, me a hundred of those people that like Star Wars. I give me a hundred of those people. Name an IP. Give I, me a hundred of those people. I truly want to do this. I want I want to do a test. And if someone that knows Unreal Engine Five can help me, I just want to do a small test. Right? I I have nothing to pay. I was I was going to learn it myself. I wanted to learn Unreal Engine Five, okay, and I wanted to take GI Joe, 
and put it on models within the Unreal Engine and make a small map just to show what G.I. Joe would be in a Battlefield 4 with the Unreal Engine 5. I would love to see that, right? I don't even care if they take Fortnite, okay, and take Fortnite characters and make them into G.I. Joe characters and make G.I. Joe, uh, but make it a Battlefield, right? All the tools are there. I just gotta take the I just gotta take the the mapping of the characters and then overlay it on the actual things, and that's time consuming, right? So I'm a person that they, knows they might, nothing about. They it. might sue him. They might sue him just for making it. Oh, for sure. Right? No, Uncle Nintendo might sue him just for him making it. They'll sue him. <clears throat> Never mind that he sells it or not sell it. How about I give you two, uh, a two and ninety eight meta- meta- uh, lazy bastards? Uh, I I think they should pay him. I do. But that's just me. I think the Legend of Zelda looks uh, looks uh, pretty damn good. The remake of it. All right, we got a couple of uh, questions. We got two questions. Anyone else that wants to submit a question, you can submit the questions. Uh, first question is: Is Epic pulling a Unity uh, like charging people for using the Unreal Engine for non gaming? I don't think they are. I don't know if you know this story, Sarge um, Krebsy. I don't think they are. When I first saw the article, I was like, "Oh, are they doing a Unity thing?" They are charging. So. They're not charging any developers anything still, right? They, they take a 5% cut once you make over a million dollars or something like that, and then that's when they start making uh, money off of you if you're a developer. So they're not charging for any of that. It's still the same. But if you're, a, if you're a person using their Unreal Engine 5 for anything else, right, because it's open and you can just get it, and, you, and then you're making a profit off of them, if you're a non-developer, obviously if you're a developer or learning to, to, to be a developer, they don't want to charge you unless you make money. But if you're, I don't know what other reason. If you're making a movie, if you're if you're doing all the other stuff, they want you to pay a fee, a, a yearly fee, a subscription model, to uh, to access that. And I, I don't think that's wrong, right? Because they made the tools. They're putting together the library. They're putting all the all the stuff in there. Right? They're giving you the tools for other people to make the stuff. So if if you're not a gamer and not a developer and you're using their software for other purposes, they would like just a small cut. And I don't think that's a problem. I don't know if you have a, any take on this, Arch. Epic's charging for uh, the Unreal Engine. If you're not a, if you're not a game developer, okay, they're, they, they're trying to charge a fee starting next year. Uh, I forget what the fee is. I, it's a small fee, but it's a fee. I don't think they actually said what the fee was. Uh, they said it's not too expensive, but it's not also so cheap, right? Uh, to make sure that if anyone outside the development world uses their software, that they, they get some money from them. I'm I'm confused by that contractual agreement. If I buy if I buy their software, you're not buying contract. It. So I'm I'm leasing it. It's like it's like if you use Adobe Photoshop or anything like that, or like a, a Office, right? You you pay a fee. So, you don't own it anymore. So what does it matter? What does it matter if I have it, but I'm not selling video games, and I have to pay you a fee for it? So uh, I, I forget what the article is because Krebs brought it up. I don't. This have is it. before. I'm talking about before. Before this statement came out, like what was happening before? People would buy that software and then do what with it? I I, I don't know if they were doing anything with it. I think uh, recently they put other stuff in there where you could do other things, other avenues uh, with the software now, which you couldn't do before. Okay. Uh, so before it was just developing t- uh, a development tool. A development tool, but now it's more than a development tool, right? Because you can use it for uh, for movie filmmaking and, and and whatnot. But I but I buy the product from you to use your program, you're not, you're right? Not, you're not buying it; you're you're renting it. I'm renting it. Yeah, Unreal is free. I don't I don't I don't know enough about the contractual obligation. So Unreal is free. The, the the gaming process they're giving it out to you for free. Anyone can use it, 
if I make a video game and then publish that game, they then take a 5% off of, off of once I hit a million dollars, okay? They take a 5% cut, okay? Before that, they take nothing. So if you make a game and don't sell the game, then you just get to use the, the software. It's when you sell it, then they want a percentage. If you're not a developer, if you're not a person that's making a video game and you're... I, I want money just because. Now I want money just because. Because you're using their software. But the game developer can use it, but as long as they don't make over a million dollars, it's okay not to pay them. Right. If you're not making if you're not making a profit off of it, like a big yeah, profit, this is then... this is this is why I don't know enough information to have the discussion. It just seems weird to me. Okay. Like I understand I understand the development engines and what the cuts are, but like out of the blue, all of a sudden you want money from people that are using it for other reasons, whereas beforehand it was fine. Yeah, well, it's just it's just like the Meta Quest, right? When they sold or, it, or do they or do they want to do this because the Unity thing is so bad and so ridiculous that no one will no, no one will question them asking for money? Well, they're doing the same thing. Epic came out and said they're spending so much money they need to they need to charge money because they're they're blowing through so much money to make their Meta, right? So because uh, they're well, whose fault is that? That's Epic's, right? So now they're trying to make money off other people that they weren't making money off of before, so they can s supplement the the costs of whatever that's why they're doing it got it got uh it. Krebsy also asks uh, favorite thing to do besides gaming to relax what, what do you what's what, up what do you do to relax besides gaming besides gaming i read um i currently have on the shelf right now the thrawn trilogy that i got from uh i think i was talking to travis about it like about a month or so ago i found all the books in hardcover i bought them and i'm I read that. I do nothing. I relax I when I'm relaxing. Um, if I, I had, if I had the desk, if I had the desk space and, and, a, and a room to work, I would go back to painting miniatures again. I enjoyed painting miniatures. It, 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 I zone out when I paint miniatures. I sit on my back porch and I watch my ducks. That's what I do. I sit, relax in a nice recliner on the back patio, looking out to the grove. And I watch my ducks graze on the field. That's that's what I do to relax. I, I don't look at my phone. I don't look at anything. I literally just sit there and stare at nature. That's what I do to relax when I'm not playing video games. Yeah, because I'm, I'm between between jobs and video games. It's all endorphins and all interactions all day long. And so if I need like a complete reset, it's no phone, no nothing. I wear noise canceling headphones and I read. So I don't hear shit. I don't want to hear nothing. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't. I just basically, I as I read, my favorite thing to do is read the book and imagine whatever the book I'm reading, what it what it is, and I'm there. I don't listen to anything else. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. Records. I don't. I don't smoke. I just. I literally just sit there and just relax. Well, I I, I gummy and chill. Yeah, I don't. I don't do that. I don't. I don't like coughing anymore. So I gummy and chill. Is that a thing? Is there, is there gummy and chill? <laughs> Chewing and chill. I don't, I don't know well, chewing thing. means chewing means like you're dipping. I don't dip. I'm, 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 well, don't you chew the gummies? Gummy. Don't you like chew them? Well, chew means like you. Yeah, I know. Chew is also another word for. I got it. Yeah. Uh, did the Activision uh, Blizzard King stock question go through? No, it did not. Uh, Dumpy had a question, but he redacted it, uh, and then the other two didn't. It didn't go through. My 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 funds are in limbo. Until the deal closes. When the deal officially closes, I get paid. The, it's, the it's account at, will be trans. The money 90, will be transferred over. It's at ninety five right now, right? It doesn't matter. The bid was for whatever the bid was for originally. It was ninety five. I think I think the bid. I think the bid was ninety five. Yeah, yeah. it's ninety five. 
I get I, I, yeah, but, I, but, but, but I didn't buy it. But I didn't buy it at ninety five. No, that, that's yeah, the you, whole that's the whole game. Yeah, I didn't buy yeah. it at ninety five. Yeah, you, I, you got it like around seventy or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, I think that's uh, I think that's it. Episode three sixty nine of Generation X Gaming is in the can. We do appreciate you coming out and hanging out with us for episode three sixty nine. We'll be back next Thursday. Uh, I'm having a nice little uh, longer vacation. We're coming down to visit Sarge this weekend. Uh, I leave tomorrow afternoon. I, so I didn't even know that. Yeah, because we 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 just sprung it on the we're we're coming down yeah. this weekend. Um, what's it called? Um, I think I'm doing the show tomorrow with Lono. I don't know if we're doing a show. Um, if we do, I'll be leaving right after that. Uh, other than that, we do appreciate you very much for coming out. Please make sure you share, like, subscribe. If you'd like to uh, help us out in any way, uh, you can be a member for a little as $5 a month. Uh, and on top of that, we do uh, many, many different shows. There'll be uploads every day of the week now. Uh, those, if you watch the live shows uh, Monday through Thursday from 10 o'clock in the morning until noon Eastern, you come and watch live. I do three breakout videos from those. They, those go up at a separate time. So if you want to watch the live show, you can. There's a lot of extra stuff that I don't break out. So we have weird conversations. Uh, we, we just chill and talk with chat. We, we discuss different news stories. That's Monday through Thursday from 10 o'clock in the morning till noon Eastern. We also do uploads now. Uh, we have upload. There's going to be a new uh, League Bowl or Legend Bowl video coming up this Sunday. So they will be coming out on Sundays now at uh, 11 o'clock in the morning. So right before football comes out, 11 o'clock in the morning, you can watch Legend Bowl uh, each week. Week five, I, I waited for them to catch up to me because I played so many weeks. So week five is this week, and then there'll be new weeks every every Sunday. There'll be new Legend Bowl stuff coming out, uh, leading up to the playoffs and leading up if we make it to playoffs and make it to the Super Bowl or whatever, or the Legend Bowl. Uh, we also do the podcast here in the evenings, 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. And we also do Let's Plays uh, Gaming Monday through Wednesday, uh, 8 p.m. We played Battlefront this week, Battlefront 2. We played uh, Battlefield uh, 2042, and we played Starfield this week. Uh, next week, we might play Starship Troopers or whatever else uh, games come out. So appreciate it very much. See you guys in the next one. Take care. Game on, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.